trash can. How are you today? Shut up! Falling Program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. How are we going to get in? A gentleman's club. Let me see what I can piece together. Hello, my good man. My boils and I were in the neighborhood and we thought to treat ourselves to a day of sport with other gentlemen. Hi-ho. Perhaps there will be bear baiting. I'm wearing a top hat. Gentlemen. I'm going to need to see some IDs. Well, of course. Yes, sir. Oh, right. Usual wallet. Oh, there we go. Made of diamonds, I guess. Ah, yes. The Velcro will do. There we go. Okay. A library card. A school ID. Da-da-da. And a folded up tracing of a hammerhead shark. Y'all got any money? Uh, Me and my colleagues are positively oppressed with currency. Go ahead. Yes, oh, I can't wait to bear bait. I hear the mink is very good here. Oh, the mink. I love mink. England. Primary ignition. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say... that opening that was from a movie i watched last night what movie was that well it stars donald glover from community okay uh dc pearson and dominic dirix all three of them wrote it aubrey uh-huh. plaza from parks and recreation yeah. um uh, bobby moynihan has a role in it uh-huh. from saturday night live uh john lutz who who, who, who is, is who's named frank in in the thing from 30 rock yeah, because he plays Lutz. Yeah. Kevin Brown, who you may know from that clip, actually, as .com. Okay. From 30 Rock. Um, what else we got here? What's the movie? Oh, uh, Ellie Kemper. Oh, she's... Um, from The Office. From The Office, yeah. And um, so that's like every Thursday night show, <laughs> including the district regional whatever guy... From Outsourced. Okay. I don't remember his name. And I'm looking and I don't I don't see him. His character's name is Jerry. Yeah, but in this I forget what it was. 
Might have been Greg. I don't know. Anyway. Um, it's called... I forgot. I want to make sure I get this right. Um, Mystery Team. Okay. It was filmed in Manchester, New Hampshire. Really? Yeah. That was weird. Was it funny? It was really funny. I really, actually, really enjoyed it. Can I borrow your copy of it? it yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I have it in the Netflix. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously, it's on the, on the Netflix thing. Um, the the description written by somebody says, Three clueless high school nerds, best friends for years, call themselves the mystery team and solve neighborhood crimes such as who poked a finger in a pie cooling on a window ledge, cute at seven, but foolish at 18. Then one morning, a young girl pl- pays them a dime, because they only charge a dime, because it's not about the money, it's about helping people, uh-huh. uh, to find out who murdered her parents the night before and took her grandmother's ring. <laughs> Using inept methods, the team lucks onto the trail of the bad guys. Can they bumble to success and a renewed reputation? And what about coming of age? And um, what's her name from The Office? What's Ellie her- Kemper. She she did the trash can thing. She was like the girl that's the friend, um, and she never quite grew up. Uh-huh. So like they they wear they have color coded bikes to their Converse, to their backpacks, to their shirts, to the cups that they drink their chocolate milk out of. And if you look real close in one scene, she's got pink Converse on. Uh-huh. So it was kind of funny. So it's kind of like what if Encyclopedia Brown physically grew up, yeah, <laughs> but not <laughs> mentally. All right, it's definitely Maybe worth I'll check watching. That out. Was it funny? It was funny. I, I it was a lot funnier than I expected to be. Alan said, well, "We're going to watch that." I'm like, "There is nothing else on." Yeah. I said, "Plus, he's funny." And she said, "That means nothing." And then we enjoyed it. I watched. Um, God, I was just going to say the 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 fact that they're living in a real world where like there's drug dealers and sex and all kinds of stuff yeah. going on is. It's like such a stark contrast yeah. between the two that it's like shocking when something real happens. <laughs> so it was fun. I um I watched um Election. Okay. Which holds up. That's an old movie. I never watched it. Really good. Hmm. Really good. Um yeah, just um old Reese Witherspoon. She was really funny. And, Who else was uh, in that? Matthew Broderick and Chris Klein and those are probably the bigger names. Oh, okay. Yeah, what happened to Chris Klein? I don't know. Hmm. He's still making directed DVD American Pie no movies. Yeah. But mm. um Yeah, he um I don't know. Katie Holmes break up broke up with him and that was the end. Oh, yeah. So um yeah, so um <laughs> 30 Rock was good last week. Did you like it? What happened? Queen of Jordan? <laughs> Oh, I hate reality shows. That's what made it so much fun. I know. I don't it like was, reality shows either. I thought it was better than than half this season. The season's just kind of meandering around with nothing oh, see, to do. I'm totally loving this season. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm saying that other seasons have had like overarching. Yeah. Yeah. And this has like really nothing yeah it's, it's almost like they're doing this just till they can get to the next season to do something i don't know it's weird i was pissed the office wasn't new everything else was yeah but the office well, that's the wasn't. thing is like I, I watched them on hulu so i was yeah. like oh okay no new office yeah no modern family no I, what the fuck 
seriously. Like, I'm not even that into Glee, and I was pissed it was a repeat tonight. You know what? I got to tell you, did you watch the regionals episode? Yeah. Uh, you mean the Rocky Two episode? Yeah, I did. That sucked. And I got to tell you, them doing their own music makes the show completely uninteresting. The show honestly has kind of been uninteresting since they truncated the songs. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I mean, I watch it and I get into it because I like the characters, but I don't look forward to it anymore. No. Kurt and what's his face's kiss. While it was probably one of the more involved, you know, homosexual kisses yeah. on TV, I thought it was too little, too late. I thought it was pandering, quite frankly. Mm. You know, Kurt has been, he is probably one of the best actors on that show. Yeah. And they have given him, you know, since since he left because of the bullying. Yeah. They've given them nothing to do. No, no, they've tried, but it just it's not working. Right. Their relationship I mean, Blaine is the most boring motherfucker in the world. And I'm glad they you mean finally Blaine? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm glad they finally acknowledged that he's the only fucker who gets to sing on that like in that yeah. school. Yeah. I don't know. And it's it's just not it's not interesting. I don't feel bad for the for this band of little like, you know, this is supposed to be the glee club and they're like the losers, the lovable yeah. losers, the the underdogs that you root for. Yeah. And it's both it's not Then but then I, I read about the behind the scenes stuff where the, the who's the who's the main guy behind the show? Uh I wanna say what's his name? Murphy or something? Yeah, he's like getting pissed when bands don't want to give their songs up for the show. Like Dave Grohl's like, I don't need that. And yeah. Then, and then Kings of Leon, you know, we don't we don't want that. And even now in the second season, it's like he's like saying really stupid shit about these bands. Well, it's kind of well, it's gotten to the point. Well, at first it was just like, oh, Glee is going to do your music, and it's supposed to be like this big fucking big deal. Yeah. And I think, but then, but then again, like that was becoming. The point of the show. It was almost like, oh, what yeah. song is Dionne Warwick going to do now on but you Solid know, Gold? You know, with them putting out albums so fast, because they already have the songs ready to go, right? Because yeah. they're in, they they have to put them right. into the show. Um, maybe bands aren't seeing the kickbacks that they expected, unlike a um, like a, a song for rock band or something, where like somebody would download it if they want to listen to it and listen to it and really like get the drum beat down so they can play on professional or expert or something. And the, and the song sells. You hear a song you might not have liked or or really known the band, and then you know you you download an album if you like it. Maybe they're not seeing that kind of return. I don't know, I don't but know it's either. like it was. The show was becoming too much about. This is going to sound ridiculous because it's a musical. <laughs> it was no, but it was becoming too much about the music and not about the characters. I don't. I see. I, I knew. I knew exactly where you were going to go. Going to go, but let. I think if you make it more like, like themed music, like the songs all when it wasn't you know a Lady Gaga or Madonna or Britney Spears episode, it was. All the songs related back. Yeah, but you know what a, though? To Trying to make it all like, relate back is just like, okay, I got a, I got a bad burger this week. Let's talk about, uh, you know, it's like every song was supposed to have some sort of bullshit yeah. shoehorned in message. I mean, the worst yeah. worst episode that's been this season was that stupid alcohol episode. 
There was yeah. nothing good about it at all. And to see them all partying and getting drunk. I actually stopped halfway stupid. through. I, I, that, I that episode was not terrible. Watch anymore, but... No, I think Fox will cancel it in the fourth season. I hope I, I, it's I just, it does. It's, Honestly, I think it should be, should be a short-lived show. I hope so. Bright, it's shining, just, and then cut it. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe maybe people will, the writers on the show or something, will will take the criticism. But if that guy's in charge and he's got his giant ego from it, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, it's just. Like, eh. I just I just want a straight season of shows. I'm okay if you want to take a break from Christmas to New Year's or the week after, yeah. but don't take a break every fucking week. Yeah. You know, hey, here's one episode. Now we're going to wait a month before you get another one. Yeah, fuck that. that that's the kind of shit that, that will, like, I'll just stop watching. Yeah. Even shows I like. Like, Modern Family better not pull this shit anymore. Not like it. Yeah, they got new episode next, is it yes, tomorrow? Oh yeah, I think it is tomorrow. It, tomorrow. May, it might be. And um, so yeah, no Clone Wars until until Friday, April first. Yeah, a week from Friday, but it's in one hour. It's season finale. Yeah, which would be cool. Chewbacca shows up. Not in the first episode. Okay, <laughs> just saying. I don't know how I know that England's <laughs> getting them before us. What the fuck? Why is that? I don't know. But they already showed uh, Padawan Lost yeah. um, last week, from what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, granted, they filmed all the movies over there, so the original oh. trilogy. So maybe that's it. I don't know. I doubt it. But, you know, it's like, why even bother doing that? Because there's people over there, you know, that are going to rip it off Sky TV and... Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's going to end up in whatever these torrent things are that all the kids are talking about these days. Crazy kids with the torrents. Yeah. How's Cole like in the... Is he still keeping oh, yeah. up with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're all caught up. This this one might weird him out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's been good. He's been... Yeah, we've been digging it. Nice. So, yeah, we're all caught up. Uh, well, I, if everything I've heard is true, I really like what they're going to do with Trandoshans in this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of a mix between um, the kangaroo hunters from Australia and rednecks. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, imagine hunters that are like the opposite of predators. <laughs> That's pretty much what you get. They're hunting children. Uh, Jedi children, yeah. but children. So it um, is very dark. Yeah. And Anakin has to like... It's that, you know, if you love something, let it free, it comes uh, back blah, blah, blah. kind of thing. But that was the thing. I was just watching because um, Ellen and I are doing our research, right? Because yeah. so, we're going to break the movie into three parts because it's about right. And Yoda's thing was Anakin won't have a problem teaching her, training her. It'll be letting her go. Right. That's a problem. And this is the first time you actually see like how maniacal he's going to get and how frazzled when he can't find her because – the Trandoshans, they don't keep them on the planet that they find her. They just they take her somewhere yeah. else. So it's interesting. Spoiler alert. It's a lot like the movie Predators, but with inept redneck predators. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch um, Outsourced? Yeah. Yeah. And parts of that episode were actually from the movie. Oh, really? 
I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the whole color holiday yeah. thing, that was that was a big part of the movie. And that's where in the movie he first started to like understand and appreciate and learn about the culture. Yeah. Because he had no idea why but it was it was powder and they'd hit you with the powder, then they'd hit you with water. <laughs> so that kind of stinks. But that was all right. I thought it was okay. Um, you know, for a show that everybody thought was going to be racist, I think it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. It's better than uh, Perfect Couples. I got to tell you, I like that show. I I can't watch it. I like it. I don't. I don't because I I because you know what it is. I kind of get the couples now. Okay, for me, they are different enough now. I just hate looking at that one guy, the the guy that looks like he's like. Three quarters of a chromosome on the way to be having Down syndrome. That doesn't help. The sh- I know, not the tall guy. The well, tall. You got the one who's married to Olivia Munn. Not him, and not the other tall guy. <laughs> okay, all right. Tell me who they're married to. The one married, like okay, the one not, engaged not the to one, the blonde chick. Not the one that looks like Russell Brand. That doesn't help me. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. I just said it doesn't help me. Yeah, well, it should. Mm-hmm. How about okay, that? that's different. Because, okay, all right. Well, well, hold on. Yeah. Does the dude who's married to Olivia Munn? How about this? How about this? Because it's lower, middle, and upper class. Okay. Upper and lower. Not those two. Okay. <laughs> the lower class guy looks like an American Russell Brand. That's what I'm going with. Really? You think so? Well, it's for you know descriptive purposes okay. only. The middle guy. The middle guy. Okay. Looks like a shaved ape. Okay, yeah, him. Doesn't he? He yeah. bugs me. I just, there's really? something about, yeah. I just want to hit his face with my fist. I'll tell you, you know who's something. the best thing on that show? It's got to be Olivia Munn. It's Olivia Munn. She is fucking hilarious. Yeah. She is great. Good for her. Man. It won't get renewed. Or did it? I think it's going to. Yeah. I could see given what we give it. Was this a half season? I don't know. I can't remember if it started all the but way even if But even if it doesn't, this will just be like, this is a good thing for her. Well, yeah, having having like ten episodes of something out is a lot better than she's like great. getting canceled. She's in really one. funny. Yeah, yeah, she's great. I'm I'm very impressed. <laughs> so I'm I'm starting to like the show though. Okay, this, I'm starting to sort of it's starting to hit its hit hit mm-hmm. like a stride. All right, all right. So the last one I watched was where they stay in the people's house that they're trying to sell. Yeah, and I figured that was behavior that probably would have been better off later in the series because no one is likable at that point to me okay that's just a scummy thing to do yeah especially when the 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 middle income bracket guy there i can't remember i don't know anybody's name when he's like trying to be professional but he can be talked into that i didn't i thought he betrayed his values to have fun yeah, I, I thought it was too soon in the series. Yeah. You know, you can do that later on. I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? There was someone I was going to say about that show. It reminds me a little bit of actually Thirty Rock. In that, when I first started watching Thirty Rock, yeah, I didn't like it. Believe no, it, believe it or not, I, I was know. like kind of lukewarm. But that was also around the time that um, 
Studio 60 on the Sunset oh, Strip was on. Yeah, like they yeah, were yeah. like, basically they were the same show. Right. And, um, so I watched a little bit more of that. And the first few episodes, probably, probably maybe even half of the first season of, um, of 30 Rock. I was very lukewarm. Huh. Cause I went right to it. I was, I was good from the, like, like the, after the first commercial break, I was good. Yeah. So no, it didn't, it didn't keep me, which may, might be why I'm a, so much more critical of it. Because I gravitated to it immediately, yeah, and you warmed up to it, so you yeah, were took me a, more critical of it to start more than a little bit, more yeah. than a few episodes. So, yeah, I was um, didn't get me. <laughs> so, but Tina Fey's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. There was something else I saw her. Well, what was this recently. Community episode this week? Community oh. was all about Chang trying to. Be a dad. Yeah. And figure. then ethnic cleansing in, oh, yeah. in Bosnia. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of really was dark. Funny. Yeah. That was, that was messed up. Yeah. Uh, that, oh, jeez. That stuff with Chang, though, was kind of funny. It is. It is. But that show, I, I don't mind the absurdity of that. And I was thinking about, about the show itself today. It, Sets itself up in a community college where you can introduce a new character every week oh, yeah. and, and do something crazy and wacky. But the show's been crazy and wacky from the beginning. Yeah. So it's okay to continue like that. So, oh, and to go back to Glee for a second. Yeah. When is Sue Sylvester going to be arrested? I know. Huh? For assault. I mean, we're at the point she punched the, um, yeah, exactly. Lieutenant governor's wife. Exactly. She needs to go to jail for there to be any believability in any of these. And that's episodes. that's the problem with this show is like I wouldn't I don't mind that stuff with Sue, right? But then they go and do a fucking after school special about bullying, yeah, or alcohol, or alcohol. It's yeah. like so when that show was world, absurd. Yeah. When that show was absurd, like with with Sue wanting to fire Brittany out of a cannon. It's great. Like yeah. all the stuff surrounding Sue and all of that absurdity yep. was fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay, everything else is yeah. just like okay. Now it wants to be a show with a message. Yeah, you're kind of wacky, but then to, oh, let's slow shit down for Santa yeah. Tana's it wants to be breakdown. Yeah, it wants to be cutting edge with same sex relationships, and that's it's great. Like, you know, go ahead but, and do it. But you know, I don't need a very special episode of Roseanne every fucking week. You know no, what I'm I tried, saying? I tried watching some Roseanne earlier in the week. It was painful. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's it's a bipolar series it yeah, wants to be everything right but like i don't know you had you had ellen and you had will and grace and it was funny arguably i guess yeah um but when it was serious it was like one or two episodes or maybe three where that's your serious stuff right and then everybody deals with it after and it's like everybody forgets it not, not forgets it, but you know what I mean. But you know what it is? If you go back to the first season of Glee, yeah. okay, I probably one of the best things about what I liked about that show was the absurdity of the wife, okay, yes. and yes. the shit that she was doing with her doctor. But that and stuff was that believable. Was, but the thing is, but the thing is, though, it wasn't because nobody's like that, okay? Yeah, you say no, no, that. No, no, no but, but, but seriously. Are. I think there but, are. You know what? But. It, that's I knew just a girl. so over the fucking top. I knew a girl. Okay. Would, would there would would a doctor seriously give a shit? I mean, really? No. You 
No. Okay. Okay. The doctor part, I'll give you. But okay. I knew a girl that would purposely sabotage condoms so that she could get the guy she was that, to stay that, with. That I get. But I'm talking yeah. about her walking into a doctor's office and threatening and the doctor caving. Okay. That's like if you want to keep the absurd story going, right. that's great. Yeah. There was a scene when, when you first – like I think when – it might have even been the first episode – when um he when Will goes to like the bed and bath place where where Terry works right and the Excuse old Glee teachers there and he's oh, yelling yeah. at the Sandy. and like yeah. it's all it's sort of it's really sort of higher kind of like outlandish comedy kind of stuff yeah, yeah. like like. It should have kept that. And then Sue Sylvester's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Okay. And she had the Cheerios and they were little robots. But now, right. like, everybody gets their fucking deep down moment and Sue Sylvester is all, like, sympathetic because she has a, a handicapped sister. And what the fuck is that? I don't know. I don't know. The show should have kept, for one thing, the show should have been half an hour long, do one song. Right before, right, before right at the or end. after the break, yeah, you know, okay, yeah. at the end, okay, toward the end of the show, yeah, and make it a semi-serious comedy. Keep that comedy level. Keep it higher. Don't yeah. give any fucking messages. Keep the keep that high concept. Comedy I going. I have no problem with with messages in comedy. Just do it smartly. Yeah, and don't be all fucking melodramatic about it. Why does this have to be this stupid fucking soap opera? You know why? Probably, I'm guessing, because of the reaction to Kurt. Everybody loved him. I and liked I loved him as a character, But you know what, too. though? But what was, what, what, there was nothing better than Kurt in his basement doing single ladies and his dad comes down. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Okay. I did like that whole episode with the song. That was that's one of That my was great. Ones. And then, like, they do it on the football field. That was yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because... It's totally out there and it yeah. was really funny. But And you had the like of that whole, you know, 47-minute episode, yeah. you had seven minutes of it yeah. with him talking seriously to his dad about who he is. Right. Great. Right. That's fantastic. All yeah. right. Give me a minute to take a deep breath from all the laughing. All right. right? And – develop a little bit of character that's fantastic yeah okay I, I, then you have this a couple of weeks later you have this whole big fucking thing where finn goes all like homophobic yeah like come on this is stupid i, I see it a little bit as some of the complaints about um in the prequels about making you know boba fett jango clones doing that whole thing as fan service it's sort of fan service but it's more trying to get his message out which is fine. I mean, that that's great. You have stuff you want to say about your own, you know, right. sexuality. Great. Do it smartly. Keep people entertained. Keep them, keep them going. Yeah, with it, it got a little too full of itself. I think. Yeah, and that's the maybe it was Glee that worried me about the return of Community or Modern Family, but those two shows just stayed. They stayed the course, rock steady, huh? and they just did what they did. I don't know. I don't know. Anywho, we'll see. Yeah, but I, I, I had, I had heard, and I forget where that the show was initially going to be like a black comedy. Yeah, and they maintained or they retained that aspect in Sue. That's okay, but and that you know works what, like in an election, from what I understand, kind of movie, kind of way where it's yeah. where it is that kind of. 
weirdness going on. But you know what? You need to you need to maintain that. You can't then do this serious thing about teen pregnancy. Yeah. And 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 Quinn getting, you know, thrown out of her house like Yeah. If you do it, you can have Quinn thrown out of her house. Right. But do it funny. Or do it serious. Pick one. <laughs> I'm all for that. Yeah, but you know Pick what? The, one. They started the show funny. Yeah. That's what I bought into, and now I'm yeah, like oh, yeah. super yeah. disappointed. Like I said, the only thing I look forward to now is the possibility that Santana and Brittany might make out. Yeah, that's, then that, that's, that's really gone, about it. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think we should break for now. Sure. And uh, we'll see. I'm going to use a song that we generally use at the end of the show because I was bored and I picked this one. <laughs> It seems like all Hollywood can do is make mindless drivel that rots kids' brains. Who wants to see a movie like what my dad watched when he was a kid? Those films are so boring and the special effects are horrible. The movies he grew up with are sometimes a big surprise. I at times feel uncomfortable watching movies I loved when I was younger with my own kids because I forgot how much cursing, sex, and violence they showed back then. All we want to do is watch a fun movie that we all like. That's why we created Family Movie Night. A podcast where we review movies from an adult perspective. And from a kid's perspective. So you can find movies for your whole family to enjoy. We review new movies. Old childhood favorites. Cult and foreign films. And Godzilla. So check out Family Movie Night on the web at fmnpodcast.com or find us on iTunes. Bye. DGTMC Live. For you, fresh air. Big Willie and the Samurai are at your service, breaking films down and turning them around, giving recommendations that are always on point. Visit ggtmc.com for more information. The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema, bringing class to the trash since 1977.
Probably should start talking now. Did you see that that ended? I didn't see it ended. No, I didn't see uh, it. That's all right, though. So, uh... So they updated Angry Birds. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Do you get those Facebook levels? They're fucking tough. Yeah, I saw a couple of those. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, there's three. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Um, what was I going to say? So what's this app you got? Oh, yeah. yeah you fucking homophobe. Nice and controversial. <laughs> um... It's too bad you can't email them to people. The apps, yeah, or gay people. No, the the app. So, um, so I could I could have it and reference it. All right, so <laughs> be pissed off. This organization called I don't know what the fuck it's called. Well, it's let's start with what Exodus the, International. That's right. What's, they, um, what's the app called? Is it called Exodus? Something like that, yeah. So basically they're saying it's some guidance on how you can sort of pray the gay out of yourself or yeah, something. Yeah, because praying always works. So, Doesn't it? I, I read a thing so. today and it always makes me laugh. It's, uh, you know, give a man a, f- a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man how to pray and he'll starve to death praying for fish. There you go. <laughs> um, and they have these questions like, can someone change without Jesus? I get I well, I don't know. You were you're wearing different clothes today. Yeah, I know. Uh so as a question came up at a recent conference that I wanted to try and answer here as well. We did a QA where people submitted index cards for a panel and this one read Have you ever seen someone come out of the lifestyle, the gay lifestyle? <laughs> the lifestyle without Christ. Believe it or not, that one question has three layers to it. The first layer is have you ever seen? And yes, I've met people who've begun a Jewish post-gay journey or non-religious but not pro-gay ideological post-gay journey. Wait. What the I've, fuck? What, I don't know. I've also met Christians who uh, kind of divorce this issue from the faith because they're more interested in the actual orientation um, change than the goal or something. Real stories. This is probably about you know, people prayed the cock out of their mouths. <laughs> Wait. So they're going to stop being gay by entering into a relationship with Jesus? Yes. Okay. They don't they don't or they don't Jesus the pool, the pool boy. They don't they don't see how funny that it, that whole thing is. It's just like those lines in in Star Wars when they're talking when, when the emperor's talking to Vader. He says, "Are you sure? I have felt him, my master." Yeah. That's illegal. <laughs> Mr. Vader, you have to stop. I have a cease and desist order. Anyway. Real stories. Uh, let's see. This testimony appears when church leaders informed me that they had discovered their pastor, my husband, had been unfaithful to me. It was as if their words whipped into me, knocking uh, the very air out of my lungs. I sat in a daze. One of the leaders handed me a sheet with several helpful ministries who could turn... We could turn to in this crisis. I read the first one, Exodus International. Oh, God. Uh, Doesn't Exodus mean leave? I mean, if your husband cheats on you, there you go. There's you go. there's your advice. So basically, I found stories <sighs> of fulfillment in Christ. Yeah, so apparently you can God the gay out of you. So <laughs> this is a video. I'm gonna, can I play this? Don't video? they say through him, with him, in him, in the unity yeah, of the I Holy know, Spirit? Huh? Terrible. This is um, someone I assume is a lesbian. Just look at her. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's wearing a shirt that Wait, says lesbian. A... <laughs> I came instead. I 
became the tomboy of the family. I rejected my femininity. My parents got divorced at age eight. Because of her abusive background, after the divorce... Oh, I don't know why the sound cut out. Yeah, the sound's cutting out. It's All a right, YouTube hold on. video. Hold on, I can forward this YouTube video. Well, I here. might be able. Oh, okay. Actually, it's called. I'll just I'll just call it up here. Yes. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, video of it's Elizabeth Cole. E L I S A B E T H Cole. Okay. Elizabeth Cole. That one. Top one. Uh, no, it's in black and white. Oh, well, that would be too easy, wouldn't it? Wonder if I can just go straight back to YouTube. No. Hmm. I don't. I don't have. Oops. Let's try Exodus International. I just think it's crazy to try and god the gay out of you. I don't understand how that's supposed to work. Oh, you is it? Wait. How come YouTube's blue today? I don't know. Maybe it's huh. sad. Interesting. Um, why is it? Why is it blue? I don't know. It's got a little water spout after it. Oh, maybe it's International Water Day. Yeah, who knows? Um, that's too bad. I can't. Can't find it. Oh well. You want to see? Do you want to see what that other girl had to say? What did it have to do with? Um, it says ATC. Oh, never mind. Nah. All right. Well, that's too bad. So, um, she's gay because she was born into a family of girls. I don't know. She just was about to talk about her relationship with God and how that helped her not be gay anymore. Well, maybe. Which I find astounding. Well, they have a YouTube channel, so let's see. They only have three videos. God, you're uh. fucking lazy. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. This is terrible. Well, let's see what this dude has to say, because he looks like he was probably gay before. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to be on the news for being anti-something. Hi, I'm Kurt Chambers with The Day of Truth. We're here today to find out what students from all walks of life think about sexuality and faith. We hope some of what you see will help you and give you ideas on how to get the conversation started in your area. What do you think influences people's sexuality in general? Um, I think people are born with an attraction, men to women and women to men. And then I think that um, the way we're brought up can change that or distort that. I guess proximity in any relationship. Um... I can say it's based off the way someone's growing up. I mean, if you are growing up in a house where you have a nice mother and father married, odds are you may want to, I don't know, like mirror that. I think more so for a lot of people, it's not really something that can be influenced. It's just how they are. What do you think God says about our sexuality in general? Do you think he has an opinion? Yeah, I think God definitely has an opinion. I think that we were made straight and that's the way God wants it to be. A I good talking point he has recital. An opinion. I think that he just wants everyone to be happy whatever makes you happy i feel that is what he is happy with god wouldn't make it a difference like to have different sexuality if he didn't want it to happen that way oh i didn't think he was gonna have a smart um, answer huh he looked dumb doesn't really have an opinion about it i mean i personally feel that since we're all created from god and we all have a piece of god inside of 
of ourselves. <laughs> we just need to listen to that, and we just need to do what we. So the gays got God's bone. What yeah, do you guess think so. most churches, like, I guess nowadays, say about sexuality or homosexuality in particular? I feel like most uh, most churches honestly would be against it, but yet now there are liberal churches. Ours and trying to be come as you are you to just be more open right and accepting. Uh, no, I think Church. churches, especially in America, they tend to take on their own beliefs and their own uh, viewpoint of what God is, you know, trying to express to humanity, and I think they like to put, you know, homosexuality as something that's evil or, uh, you know, unacceptable. I think a lot of churches uh, are afraid of it, just because they're not used to it. Um, most of them, they frown upon it. you think people struggle with their sexual identity? I think people definitely struggle with their sexual identity. Definitely. No, not sexual identity. Um, sexuality. Um, I'm sure she didn't a lot answer of the question. Struggle with it. Oh yeah, of course. You know, okay. yeah. Have you ever met somebody who's who's, who's yeah. gay or um, that might be struggling with their identity, but that doesn't want to be one way or the other? Yes, I've definitely known a couple of gay people who didn't want to be gay. Um, oh, you know, hold on a second. Who didn't um, want to be gay? They have no choice. No, it's like I, I don't want to be you know as tall as I am, but I. I know it's not the same thing, but that's how I am. That's how I'm equating yeah. it. Like I can't change my height without like severely hurting myself. Right. But they're saying they're saying things that don't don't add up. It's not it's not they don't equate to what it is. They don't Hold on. Let me let me just pull this back a little bit here cuz I think it was these last two people here. I wanted to hate this dude here, yeah. Douchey McKipster, but he, he was saying <laughs> all right stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, yeah. Have you ever met somebody who's, who's, who's yeah. gay or um, that might be struggling with their identity? But that I remember now. I remember now. Um, Frank, is your identity solely and totally, I know those two things mean the same thing, about the fact that you're straight and you dig chicks? It's not all I. I am. Okay. I also um, enjoy old cars and... Uh um, Fucking chicks in them. (laughs) Fucking girls in them, yes. But your sexuality doesn't define who you are. Exactly. Mine doesn't define who I am. Why do these people think that um, a homosexual sexuality or preference defines them as what they are? I don't know. It's idiotic. And let me ask another question here so while we're on the topic. There are a couple of African-American people that were talking here. Yeah. How come African-American people embrace the Bible so ravenously and it's a book that just condones slavery every, like, hundred pages? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Don't read the fucking book. Yes. I've definitely known a couple of who didn't want to be gay. Um, you know, I don't think I can say that I have. Um, No. I mean, I've honestly never met anybody that was gay that said, you know, oh, I don't, I don't want to be. You know, they accept it as who they are, that feel it's something that they can't change, and um, they just live a normal life. They're normal people. Oh, of course. Yeah, I have, I have personal friends who, who I, I had known personally since they were, that they were gay since high school, and they're only recently starting to tell people, or they're starting to tell their family, or they're, they're, not, they're not telling their family because uh, their family is so religious. What do you wish that gay people knew about straight people or vice versa? I don't really see a difference of what they need to know. We're all human. We're all, 
you know, equal I like that guy. on this earth together. And that's, I guess more so, oh, it'd be better if straight guy. people can understand the reasons as to why and what makes a gay person a gay person. We'll start with um, yourself. I wish that people just wouldn't judge, like, right off the bat. I'm Kirk Chambers, and you've been watching Get the Conversation Started. Hopefully some of these questions can help generate honest discussion between you and students you know about these real-life issues. And just below the Check camera, our website, my cock is being sucked by douchey McHipster. <laughs> I have to say, and I have to be totally honest, that was a lot more even-handed than I ever would have given a credit for. Yeah. Wow. Want to see this one embracing the call? Sure. All right. I don't know what this is going to be about. Oh, it's a cheesy guitar riff, so you know it's going to be about... For many people personally conflicted with and affected by homosexuality, the body of Christ has become a place of healing, restoration, and transformation. Meet some of those people (laughs) who... Here and consider, yeah. What are are some of the perceptions of the the church? church? I realize you're kind of far away. My perception was is that need design stuff for Apple. (laughs) There are some things that we can share and it be acceptable, but this is he's got a lumpy head. This is something that you need. Look at that. Do you know what's really really funny? I play that back. All right, what what I want you to do now? Yeah. All right, play that back now. Pause it for a second. Now. People can't see this, of course, but <laughs> there's like that white background yep. and like the sort of hipster looking guy. And yeah. he looks like a designer for Apple. Dude, now, douche has a shaved head. Right. <laughs> Listen to what he says, uh-huh. not knowing like if like if this was in- injected into like one of those Apple commercials oh, where okay, they're talking okay. about the design. Yeah. Okay. Like 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 what was what were your thoughts on oh, yeah, uh, the exactly. retina display so for the iPad? Don't, let's pretend it has nothing to do with God or gay people and that it has to be with like designing Apple Products. Right, so let's hear let's, what he says. Let's see if that works. My perception was is that there are some sins that are appropriate to talk about. There are some things that we can share and it be acceptable, but this is unacceptable. <laughs> this is something that you need to suffer with and deal with your own. He's talking, <laughs> like, he's talking about the Motorola Zoom. <laughs> I was one of the biggest sinners that um, the church hated me. The church uh, despised people like me. And that they make I it look like I stutter. And I think they see the church and have seen the church treating homosexuality as a sin somehow worse than others. Um, and they have seen all kinds of sin in the church um, that the church doesn't call out and have watched the church vocally and vehemently um, call out homosexuality while other sin runs rampant right underneath its roof. I think the people in the gay community have a bad perception of the church because the church has mistreated them. Many, many individuals. This is not what I thought it was going to be. Bisexual, transgender community have been cruelly treated by some members of the local church. Wow, I I gotta, I gotta say, I really thought that was going to be a lot more hateful. Kind of ruined the whole segment for me. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so, apropos of absolutely nothing. <laughs> this is totally off topic, but it entered my head, so I'm going to talk about it. Um, there was this cartoon that I saw <laughs> okay. about um, – it was like a, a comedy thing 
that had um it was the Roadrunner and the Coyote and um I, I take it you're looking for it right no. now. No, what are you doing that, that is not talking? <laughs> it was it was like a like a Roadrunner cartoon where Wiley Coyote falls down a ditch and basically he he's like doing 127 hours. Okay, and that was pretty funny, you know, in itself. Right. Until after that, they said coming up next, Porky Pig and the King's Speech. Oh. <laughs> and I was listening to um, what was I listening to? I was listening to um, Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, and um, John Lovitz was on because okay. Kevin Smith was off like promoting Red State, right? And did you hear that episode of that yet? No, really funny. Lovitz is a fucking riot, is he? Yeah, huh? And some like he made some joke about um, he's made some like sort of off color remark about the Japanese you know, earthquake and tsunami thing. Right. And some guy from the audience, you know, and people go, oh, and some guy from the audience yells, oh, was it too tsunami? Oh. <laughs> and Lovitz laughs his ass off. He goes, I want that guy to write for me. <laughs> He's been saving that one up uh, for like a whole 10 days now, hasn't he? tsunami. Um, oh, man. Very, very funny. So they actually pulled this app from the store? Um, I th- it's Is still it there. It's Is still it? there. Yeah, but um, there's like this big petition to get people to uh, big petition that people are signing to get Apple to remove it. What's it called? Exodus? What? International or something International. like that? I or just do Exodus and go to apps. Go to the left where it says apps. Where's that? Oh, hey, look at that. I do. I. I just I got, do Exodus. I got nothing. Just do Exodus. Exodus iPad edition. No, come on. I hate that when you when you scroll down. Just click the X and type Exodus. Again. I got it. I got it. Sheesh. Ah, terrible. Exodus game. Exodus part one. Oh, fuck yeah. This. Uh, wait, no, nope, I don't see it. Maybe it's gone. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was the whole big thing is that it was actually pulled. But, you know, people bitch about uh, iTunes and, oh, you can't put this in there and you can't do that. And this, um, you know, is counter against, you know, a thing that the phone already does. So we're not going to let it in there. They don't have to take your apps. Exactly. Exactly. So if somebody doesn't like what you've put out uh, and it doesn't fall within their guidelines, tough shit. Yeah. This to me, that app to me basically is um, it's ignorant and it borders on insightful hate speech. It's also a rather large waste of money because all it does, <laughs> I'm sure, is just sort of repackage existing content from their website. Oh, yeah. It doesn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. It's all like, it's just all shit from probably, like I said, their website. Yeah. So, okay, now that we've talked about it, I can delete it from my phone. So, there's some comments on their site, on the Exodus International site, uh, about the app. Um, let's go all the way down here. You want to you hear some of them? 
Sure. First of all, their description is um, Exodus International has released its new smartphone application uh, now available through iTunes, receiving a 4-plus rating from Apple. I don't know what that means. Applications in this category contain no objectionable material. That's not what the petition says. This application is designed to be a useful resource for men, women, parents, students, and ministry leaders. With this app, you'll find access to, and then it's just a bunch of shit you find online anyway. Right. Um, Twitter, Facebook, real stories, real answers, no real time. Um, and then there's the whole design aspect of it. And it says, love the new app. Glad we can share God's love with many who will be open to the message of love from our creator. I thought blah, this was, blah, blah, I thought blah. this was about praying away the gay. I know, huh? Just downloaded this app before Apple pulled it. That was March 14th. Um, Love this app. It is perfect for me as a bisexual, transsexual person. Perhaps someday God will love me. Wait, he already does because the Bible says not to judge, to not judge people. I don't, I don't know. We should, we, sh- you should save it on your phone and you should have somebody like go through the whole thing Fuck that. and see if it works. Uh huh. What do you mean? Go if if it works. I was I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. Nah, never mind. <laughs> I hate uh, prejudiced people. <laughs> and the Dutch. And the Dutch. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about now? Some, um, of, the, some of this stuff I got here. Um. Yeah. Oh, you know what I did today? Huh. I went for the. The consult for the procedure. Oh, jeez. The procedure. They just don't do that with garden shears out in the back? No, no. Like here, a here's a, here's a, 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 a dowel rod with rubber bands wrapped around it. Sorry, elastics for people that might not know what I'm talking about. And you bite down on this and take a swig of whiskey? No. Hmm. Things have come a long way in the last six so. months. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so... I got that to look forward to. Yeah, go ahead. You look forward to that. You know what I'm like. You know what I am looking forward to, though, with regards to that. The painkillers. No, not so much the. Pa- Ooh. See. Um. <laughs> and what they'll do before, you know, with the painkillers and the stuff. That's no, really plus no. Actually, I'm just looking forward to laying on the couch for three days. So how's that? How's it go? Oh, you have ice in your crotch. Exactly. That's the only difference. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, I so, have to get up to get ice. So which kid is going to jump on your crotch first? Um, none of them. Well, they will leave me the hell alone. All right. So we'll see. Yep. So beginning of May, folks, I will be missed. Um, <laughs> it'll be fine. I'm sure. Yeah. You want to tell people what it actually is? If they haven't figured it out by now. There's some people that we know listen. That All right, folks. I'm getting totally snipped. clueless. I'm getting snipped. You said that. No more babies from me. <laughs> I'm done making. Factories getting shut down. <laughs> so it's the shaving my balls part that I'm not looking forward to. No, the shaving part's fine. You're knocked no, out no, when they not. do that. No, 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 no. I got to do that. Oh, you yeah, have yeah, to? I got very detailed instructions. Oh, 
Oh, my hernia was was top side, so it wasn't bottom side. It's not the shaving that's bad, really. On the scrotum. It's when it grows back. On the scrotum. Itchy. Yeah, I got no problem scratching my balls. It's dragging a fucking with stitches in them. (laughs) There's no stitches. No, no. Are they going to glue you back together? I guess. I don't know. There's no stitches. They can probably go in through a tiny little hole. Yeah. I don't know why we just don't send nanobots in there to do it. Because I don't want bots in my junk. Okay. <laughs> so I got that to look forward to. Yeah, you said that already. I imagine you really are looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you got here? Um, oh, pastors. God. More pastoral abuse. That's boring. No. What church is it? Who the That's the question. Big fucking deal. Who cares? No, no, no. No, seriously. And your father, who is the pastor of the infamous Westboro Baptist Church, was brutally abusive to you and your 12 siblings. And you also claim that he relied on, quote, a cocktail of barbiturates and amphetamines to cope with the demands of law school and family. Uh, Tell us more about these claims of abuse. Well, yeah, I want to clarify that question or that issue of the the abuse because um, I'm getting a lot of feedback from the family that, that it wasn't abuse, that it was discipline. So I, I would rather say today that there, that he used his fists, he used his knees, he used his uh, feet, and he used a, a uh, what's called a mattock, the handle of a mattock, which is about a four foot he long used piece of wood. He used his and he, he used that in such a way that it split the skin on the back of the, the kids' legs, and, and so they bled. That's the specifics of what he did. Tough if they want to call love, that uh, discipline, that's fine, oh, but oh, I call oh, it abuse. Oh. Uh, it sounds like abuse uh, if uh, there was blood. Are you saying that you were beaten in that manner? So only if there's blood, it's in, abuse? In that manner, and I'm yes. saying that my other we get a lot of people and, out of and jail. my mother as well, she, not necessarily that, that type of violence uh, with the Maddox <laughs> with her, but she was abused uh, physically with you know his fists on uh, several occasions. Uh, over the years that we were growing up there. He abused now, himself uh, we with just got a, a statement often. seconds before you sat down in your chair, and I asked you, who is Shirley Phelps Roper? And you said, that's my sister, a year older than me. She said, oh, and, that uh, guy. Uh, she has said to us, thanks <laughs> for writing. Uh, a first for your listeners who understand you've just pulled a fast one in having a rebel to malign his family because they would obey the commandments of God, including the commandment to preach this gospel of Jesus Christ to every human being. And uh, you should give them an opportunity to ask questions follow, by following me on at Dear Shirley on Twitter. <laughs> She's uh, uh, pretty update on the uh, social networking. But but specifically, when we asked about the drugs that you mentioned uh, that your yes. father was taking, the answer is yes. yikes. Hell no. His imagination goes on and on. Fact, Nathan was two, three, and four when our dad was in law school. This lie should not have come out of his mouth. When he decided that he would reject the word of God, he would have done well to shut his mouth and go quietly through his days. Nothing he can say will change the fact that God hates F word for homosexuals. We can't say it on this air. And they're enablers and therefore God hates America and America is doomed. Thanks for asking. She ends the note. Um, your response to their response to your uh, claims of uh, drug use by Pastor Phelps. Fuck you, Shirley. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go eat myself a state. Oh, my God. I follow her on Twitter. Why? Just to see the stupid. Just for the show, honestly. Let's. Well, I hate when I do that with the chair. All right. Let's see what she said lately. You want to see? What is it? Dear Shirley, right? Is that what he said? Yeah, something like that. 
All right. Um, Shirley Phelps Roper. Sounds like a straight out of three's company, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, wait a minute. There's another one. WBC video. Huh. <laughs> Let's see. Basically, they're just most of the ones um, for today are for uh, like military people. Uh, James Bowers from Raleigh, North Carolina. They'll pick at the funeral to praise God's name. Whose funeral exactly is this? Uh, Sergeant. Oh, sorry, Sergeant Jamal H. Bowers from Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, why do we care about that? Why does she care about that? That's the question. Is she going to bitch about his <laughs> fucking funeral? How you doing over there? You, I just, you, I just, are you awake today? Stupid people. They just irritate the fuck out of me. Yeah. You know what? I was thinking that I actually kind of appreciate what they do in a small way because there is nothing else, nothing else on the face of this earth that everyone else can agree on. <laughs> Chocolate and peanut butter, you probably get 98% of the people that say that's a good thing. It is. Westboro Baptist Church being the shittiest, most vile people on the face of the earth. Juggalos, clan members, and like nuns all agree. What is a juggalo? We're not even going to get into that. Oh, come on. I don't know what that word means. Fans of the uh, insane clown posse. Oh, that wasn't worth the time. I told you. Jeez, that take my worth, fucking word. 135 episodes, and you have not learned to take my word for it yet? It wasn't worth my now knowing that. Now no. Now you just lost something important. Now I can't unknow it. <laughs> no, you can't. Fuck. So her Twitter thing is Dear Shirley, and I have yet to try to like instigate her at all because they will sue you at the drop of a fucking Why? hat. Just go, Shirley, you're a fucking nut job. We could actually let me let me do a search and see what people are saying to her. Fuck it. You know what? I'll follow her on Twitter and I'll call her a fucking nut job. <laughs> Please don't pick it at those bikers' funerals. Um this one dedicated his 666th tweet to her. <laughs> um, I asked Dear Shirley, but got no answer. If majority of churches disagree with your actions and words, are they all wrong or are you? See, why do you even need to ask? Obviously, she thinks everybody else is wrong because that's what her father told her. I don't understand. That church is weird. It's just... Anyway, okay, so um, let's keep with the with the. We seem to have a a, um, a gay theme going, a homosexual theme going. So why don't we do this one and we'll go to break? Racist, homophobic screed. I like that word, screed. Good word. Published on Tennessee City Councilman's blog. <sighs> Frank Talk is the blog of Frank Newdecker as city councilman in Jackson, Tennessee. As such, one would expect that, even if not everybody agrees with the content, he would maintain a level of discourse appropriate to civil society. Of course, as we all know, that's a pretty low bar. He looks like a guy who takes too fucking long to order his coffee in the morning. Oh, I was thinking it was a guy that gets confused when he starts to take a shit. Well, that too. 
We don't even necessarily expect politicians to use their social media outlets for Wait, him. who the fuck is this guy? Uh, Frank Newdecker, city He's councilman from city. Jackson, oh, okay. Tennessee. Jackhole. Yeah. Uh, after all, Texas Governor Rick Perry seems to use his Twitter mostly for the purpose of posting pictures of puppy dogs. <laughs> Nice. It's a whole different animal, though. See what I did there? That's what he wrote. When politicians instead allow people to post viciously ignorant, racist, homophobic vitriol and call it commentary. Forthwith, here are some choice words from Linda Hunnicutt in a post. Let's see. This is Hunnicutt? Was that her name? Hunnicutt. Oh, my God. Honeycutt? Did, did I say that wrong? I don't know. It sounds like you said Hunnicutt. <laughs> so uh-huh. she's a porn star. So let's see. This is on the website of an elected official. Take a good, and this is all from his blog here. Take a, well, it's under his name. So who knows who wrote it actually. Take a good look at where all this tolerance has got us. It has given us years of Hillary Clinton, Barney Frank, Nancy and Harry, and now dead Teddy. Lord, how blessed these people have made us. And this is about where I stopped reading it initially. Okay. Um, now we have a Muslim president who isn't even a citizen. Who's not a Muslim either. <laughs> and this following of little tolerant dingleberries touting tolerance. Oh, yes, we have to be so tolerant of this slug, this infiltrator, this Trojan horse's ass. That's actually kind of clever. And his ill-mannered, ugly, inbred-looking bride wearing her $600 blinking sneakers. Oh, what class this first lady brings to the White House. I bet Jackie Kennedy is rolling about in her grave. If she was sober, she might have had something to say about it. Jackie? Yeah. Jackie wasn't an alcoholic. I know. I'm just... I don't know. But why... why I don't is it, think she was. Why would he... Why, why, why is he, like, referencing a Democratic first lady? Because Jackie Kennedy had this reputation of... Well, yeah, she was high class. Yeah, yeah. being really high class, bringing glamour back to the White House. And that's that. true. So that's why. And then Nancy Reagan showed up and Barbara Bush and... Yeah. Then it was they fucking AARP putting, club. They just started putting plastic on the furniture. Because <laughs> if Ron drops a jelly bean in there, it'll be there forever. Okay, moving on to what else this... Douchebag said. How are we doing on time or whatever? We're fine. Tolerance has given us a country where the white people <laughs> are so brain damaged and cultured they tolerate being controlled by the likes of people we laughed at as nutty a few years ago. I really thought you were going to use the N word. Yeah, I thought that's where it we was laughed going at them because they were niggers. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome! You actually said it. Well, come on, I'm not saying it about it. I'm just talking. I'm I know through the mouth. I'm of just talking about Tennessee Chef. Hick. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Remember the little fatty, fuzzy haired kook Richard Simmons? Oh, what shit? The I just fucked his Richard Simmons know. have to do with anything. Now he is a common fixture and so respected. Uck. He actually typed Uck. What's he, a 14 year old girl? I don't know. Let's see if we get a raffle copter out of him. <laughs> Our schools, courts. Everything is being taken over by the homosexuals who have been bred to make us all a unisex nation, it seems. Hey, but then we'll all be dressed so much better. (laughs) Years ago, we tolerated these so-called people as entertainers, even though they weren't really funny, just funny looking. I don't know. I I offer up Rock Hudson as a counter to what he's saying. Uh, Remember Liberace? Oh, my goodness. 
how wonderful he and Did his- Did he write, oh my goodness? Yes. That's oh my- not gay at all. <laughs> oh my goodness. He didn't add gracious after it, though. How wonderful oh he- Oh my goodness, gracious. And his little me. brother were, and how they honored their mommy. The only thing I can say about him is he was yeah, good. He honored at, her mommy by dressing like mommy. He was good at the piano. We know what that means. That's code for cock sucking. <laughs> but then what else could he possibly do? Suck cock. The only good thing about these freaks is they will not be reproducing. That's not necessarily true. They're sucking cock. <laughs> the, oh, wow. I'm just giving it all. This is all for Reverend Scott. I'm <laughs> certain that this is going to come back and bite me in the cock. <laughs> oh, the problem is that the problem is that is not stopping the growth of perverts and humans that don't know which so way wants, to swing. He wants shorter perverts. Yeah, and swingers. <laughs> and swingers. They are in the schools where they are now. <laughs> The respected and revered teachers of our children teaching tolerance. I just, I just picture these little kids walking into a classroom and throwing all their keys into a hat. Oh. They all have little plastic keys. Yeah, and then one of them just yells out, give me a scotch. <laughs> the TV, movies, and educational systems. I want to dip my cock in it. Oh, have made it more acceptable and attractive. To become a homosexual than to be normal. Well, there are all those tax breaks. Let me let me read that part again. The TV, movies, and because I can't believe this, TV, movies, and educational systems have made it more acceptable and attractive to become a homosexual than to be normal now in the schools. Kids are so easily led by the advertising, media, music, and in general icons of acceptance. I don't know. What? You know whose fault it is? Glee. I'm trying to figure out what channel shows the ads that sell the product that makes you gay. Because it's got to be one product. That'd be funny if it was like fucking Budweiser. I know. <laughs> Budweiser. You deserve, a, you deserve a Bud today. You deserve- Here he comes. Let's hey, go, Bud. boy. <laughs> My name is Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Take your dick out of that scotch and oh, let's move on. This is this is going to get good. This is going to get. Oh, good. it couldn't possibly. Well, it says moving on with more homophobia, more transphobia, and then we'll get into the white supremacist part. Nice. What, See is he against white supremacists. Get, well, what about gay white supremacists? <sighs> You're confusing him. I am tired of. Oh my god! <laughs> but they're not white supremacists after Labor Day. <laughs> no, that's just tacky. <laughs> I I don't know if I'm going to be able to get like 10 words into this sentence. Go ahead. I am tired of watching my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> On someone else's <laughs> cock. Containing my thoughts within the tolerance level that is required in order to not be considered a total rebel or, God forbid, rude or intolerant. You're a rube. These people disgust me to the bone. <laughs> Their lifestyle should be kept in the damn Doesn't closet. Doesn't he know he should not have said they disgust me to the bone? Or followed it up with their lifestyle should be kept in the damn closet, not pushed down our throats as normal? <laughs> have you watched your TV lately? New- I hate that bone being pushed down my throat. <laughs> New programs all over the place. Boy culture is what he has in, in quotes. I've never heard that before today. Boy culture. I've heard Boy George Culture Club. So he's like, maybe that's kind of where he's going with that. Oh, what a wonderful, enlightening program 
Wait, is that the name of a real show? Oh, an enlightening program? I don't no, know. no, no. Boy culture. I don't know. You uh, know what I'll do? I will Google it. Okay. Tells all about how to get along with your boyfriends Boy. and bed partners. Oops, it isn't even labeled as adult Oops. material. Boy culture was second. Uh, boy culture over oh, 15 years ago. Boy, okay, oh, okay. It's got an IMDb. Oh, good. Uh, right. Boy culture. Here. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Boy culture has seven out of 10 stars. 2006. It's a uh, little tagline. Yeah. Well, it says boy culture. The tagline sex pays, love costs. Okay. Uh, release date. Apparently, it was a drama, an hour and a half. Um, so, how was that a new program? What year was it? 19, uh, came out in 2007. A successful male escort describes in a series of confessions his tangled romantic relationships with his two roommates and an older enigmatic male client. Okay. So I wonder what this guy's thoughts on John Voight in Midnight Cowboy would be. It was directed be. by Q. Allen Brocka. <sighs> okay. Um, so the trivia for it. What's, what's it rated? I'm curious. Um, then there are the transsexuals have, who have their own little reality show depicting how one is being changed via drugs and surgery and what a wonderful thing that is for him, her, it, and the whole family. It's rated negative 12. Oh, that's like a PG-13 then, right? I guess so. Okay. Um, oh, horrors to be trapped in the wrong body. I wonder if I am indeed one of the trapped ones and just don't know it. I used to like to do a lot of boy things like shoot a gun, fish, build things. But then I also like to paint and cook and dress up in a dress on special occasions. What? And then it says, hmm, maybe it all worked out right as I did like the boys. I'm confused. I think he just came out. Is that sarcasm? I think he just came out. Oh, wait. So, no, I'm sorry. That's not written by the dude. It's it's still... um. Where are, we, where are we up here? No, it's still this quote-unquote Linda Hunnicutt person writing, which... Um, oh, I thought she, this was on this Tennessee dude's blog. It's, it is on his blog, so he takes oh, responsibility God. Well, for it's it. It's boring me now. <laughs> All right, it's homophobic bullshit. God damn it. It don't matter whose thing goes into whose other's thing. You know, if two women want to scissor each other, rock on. If two dudes want to recreate a fucking certs commercial from the 70s and 80s, who the fuck are we to say? Yeah. You like that certs commercial thing? That's funny. Yeah, that was very 70s of you. Thank you. I do what I can. Um, let's see. The post went viral in the Jackson area, prompting the Jackson Sun to take notice. And when they contacted Councilman Newdecker, the ass coverage began. Nice choice of words. <laughs> the ass coverage. Newdecker said he reviews posts on his blog to make sure they are not, quote, blatantly incorrect or distasteful. He said he reviewed the post and chose not to take it down. Newdecker would not say whether he agrees with the opinions in the post, but said he believes everyone should have the right to freedom of speech. Whether I agree with them or not makes little difference. If your fucking name's on it, it makes all the difference. Right. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Oh, well. Guy's a dumbass. What else we got in the news? Um, oh, oh, by the way, uh, what? Libya? Yeah. So can I just wrap this up in a nutshell here? Okay. 
people in Libya were rebelling against their government. Gaddafi. Right. The government fought back, okay, yes. with what I assume is superior firepower and weaponry, yeah. okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, then other countries said, we're going to get involved because you're firing on your poor people. On oh, defenseless people, yeah. Right. Right. Okay, that bothers me. Okay, why? It's none of our fucking business. Okay, because you know what? One fucking bombing run, one fucking bombing run could, you know what, clear up the fucking housing crisis in America. Okay, two fucking bombing yeah. runs could fund every school in America for a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We also spend 10 times more on our military defense, defense department than the next ranked country after us. Okay, so you know Ten what? 10 times more. I don't mind, but you know what? We have no, that's not our fucking business. Well, he, uh, they killed American troops there. Here, here, he blew up an airplane. He's been an enemy of America for 40 years. I don't know. He is no fucking threat to America. He doesn't have any weapons. He doesn't have shit. Well, we're not committing ground forces. Doesn't matter. We fired 122 missiles at him. Who cares? We shouldn't be firing anything. It's none of our business. He's sitting on a fucking sea of oil. That's why it's our business. Exactly. All right. That's the only reason. So what, so what, so what happens when someone decides that, hey, you know what? American children, there are lots of, there are lots of American children over there who are, who starve and are, and, and are homeless. We don't like the way that government deals with that problem. Well, it's not so, really military action. It doesn't fucking matter. No, I mean, it's, you don't, you can't take military action against homeless people. But otherwise, otherwise thing. we'd no, 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 always but, but be invading Bosnia. No, no, no. But here's the thing. No, what I'm saying is that it's one country looking at another country yeah. and saying, I don't like how the government is dealing with this particular issue. Right. Okay. And I think that that government is being inhumane, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to get involved in another country's internal problems yeah. when it's none of my fucking business. Yeah. Okay. The bigger problem I see with it is that in Bahrain they're still killing people and we haven't stepped in. Okay, are they killing Americans? Uh, I'm just uh, that's not. Are, the are they killing the Americans? The point is they're not killing Americans in Libya. We stepped in. They're killing their own citizens in Bahrain, just like they were killing their own citizens in uh, Serbia. We stepped in, right? Okay, right. Bahrain doesn't have strategic value or oil, so we're not going to step in. Right. It's pathetic. Yeah. We should just mind our own fucking business. Well, yeah, that'd be nice. I just want to put to rest one other thing um, because I'm not, I haven't really been watching very closely the whole Qaddafi thing because for a while he was like, all right, I'll calm down and shut the fuck up because like you guys are all up in our shit over here. Yeah, exactly. And now he's acting like an idiot again. No, he's acting like fucking Charlie Sheen. Like an idiot again. Yeah. <laughs> so... People are saying, oh, well, the president didn't get a declaration of war from Congress. Oh, that's All right. Guess. That. Guess how many times we got a declaration of war from Congress to actually go to war in the 150 plus years we've been a country. I want to say two. Five. Five times. And the last time we got a declaration of war, and I, and I don't Are we have counting it. Germany and Japan as two? No. That was World thing. War One, World War Two. The uh, the the war Mexico war there 
the uh, French Indian War, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sound like an idiot because I didn't look it up. It's either the Civil War or the Korean War. I'm not really sure. Well, I think the Korean War is technically still going on because there's been no armistice. Seriously. <laughs> the, uh, well, the point is from Vietnam to now, no president has got a declaration of war from Congress right. to go to war. Well, it's because the fucking Republicans just like, oh, well, I can't not, believe he, I can't believe the president wore a blue tie on a Wednesday. Well, it's not. You understand what that means? Yeah. Yeah, it means that he wanted to win. Exactly. But that, but now we're, we're, in a military action at this point. Right. Let's, and it's under the auspices of the UN anyway. So it's because right, it's, it's, right. it's, it's enforcing a UN no-fly zone. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Basically, we just want to throw enough tomahawks at him until we catch him and kill him. Or whatever. Which is bullshit. Or weaken his Which army to the bullshit. point. It, you know, that, that, let's move past that for a second because I'm not saying I disagree. Um. We're supposed to be out of there within days. Like, turn our fucking boats around yeah. and head out. We'll see if that happens. They said that they are not going to commit ground troops to the offensive. Please. There's no way we could win that. I mean, wasn't Tripoli, like, a huge deal the last time there was a world There's war no and we fought there? There's no reason to go in there. All it's doing is creating more instability in the region. That's why I'm paying almost $4 a gallon for gas. <laughs> Fuck. Let me... Let me put that in terms everybody can understand. Lots of people are dying, but Frank's pissed off about $4 a gallon in gas. Because there is no threat to America. Don't give uh, me this bullshit about, oh, wow, there's a threat to freedom. There are people fighting for freedom. We should support them. Well, you know what? They can suck my fucking dick. You know what? I am okay? actually Fuck very, them. very impressed with the uprisings that have happened. That's and, great. And Good the dictators for them. that have been toppled. Good for them. But you so, know what? The Egyptians, you know, they did a great job. Rock yeah. on. Okay. But you know what? The Libyans, they're not doing such a great job. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. But you know what? They're not, it's not organized. My fucking problem. They're not organized. Like 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 the uh, the Egyptians were, but those were also quote unquote peaceful. Protests. But they also, I mean, because because Mubarak wasn't going to turn around and start killing his own people. Yeah, you know, Gaddafi. He, but okay, Mubarak is a crazy motherfucker. Mubarak was also kind of our buddy, which is kind of despicable in its own. Well, right. it's because you know we needed him. All right, and that's yeah. all this is. This is yeah. bullshit. Fuck the rebels. Fuck them. I'm sorry it's not working out for you, but it's not our fucking problem. Yeah, they didn't ask. We have enough fucking problems here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to use your airplanes for something? Why don't you drop some fucking jobs <laughs> in, in this country? Well, regardless of whatever action was taken, there is no way that the Republicans would have let no action go without bitching about it and using it against him or action. No, but you know what, though? I'd be a lot more impressed with Obama if he looked at the Republicans and said either, either, hey, you know what? People are getting shit on. I want to help out. Go fuck yourselves. All right? Or if he said, it's none of our business. Go fuck yourselves. Or or he did something completely unexpected and just out of nowhere called up the Republicans and said, hey – Go fuck yourselves. And then hung up the phone. (laughs) But, you know, there's – we have to think there is a lot more intelligence and information that we don't know about that, you know, would have informed any decision. So 
I don't know. Not saying it's right that I want to be there, but don't at least. Give, but don't give me this bullshit. You know, it's just like you know what? There's a if if you want to go the whole humanitarian route. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? You you pulled that bullshit with Iraq. Oh, we're gonna do this thing so that they can have freedom. Yeah, but I don't think he's lying blah, blah, about blah. this. You know, we're gonna All go right. and we're gonna enforce a no fly zone. That's the we've been hearing about. You know, about that happening in the news for at least a week, and then it happens or two weeks. So at least I don't feel like I'm being lied But a lied no-fly to. zone is retarded. It does nothing. It I does know. nothing. Because you know who suffer, right? When you when, when, If you got a no-fly zone yeah. and you embargo stuff, you think it bothers Gaddafi? No. Fuck no. All no. it does is hurt the people. What, what's an embargo done for Cuba? <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's 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 retarded. I never understood sanctions. It's, it's like so it oh, we're gonna we're, or censure on the Senate floor. It's like oh, we're gonna tell you you suck. And the guy's probably like, dude. I already know that. That's I'm, like Bill Clinton fucking Republican. You suck. No, <laughs> Monica sucked. There we go. All right. Why don't we why don't we do a break here? And uh, let's see which one should I do here. You want the one from the movie or the one from REM? Um, movie. Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film, and it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the, the cutting edge of, of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune in to Mel Arbor Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. Tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement. I mean, the main the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. Just really it's isn't. not visually striking. No. Just just getting confirmation. It's just in, that's the third time though. I mean, am I, this is on. You can find us at chinstroker versus punter.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could 
Any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. He, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody... <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret. I carry a badge. I carry a badge. Right now. So we're back, and something's wrong with the computer. Awesome. That's always good. So Frank's not here anymore because it's two days later. So <laughs> what? What? No, he's, he just slept over. That's all. For two days, yeah. For two days. Fucking freeloader. Didn't even do the dishes. Anyway, um, let's see. You're going to talk, right? Yeah. Hi. Okay, who are you again? Ellen. For people that don't download the other show that we do, because I know they don't. Your wife. Yeah, you don't even listen to the other show. So, um, I guess this is the, the news part of the show. I know you're thrilled about that, huh? Unless you want to talk about Mystery Team. It was interesting. It was funny, wasn't it? It was interesting. <laughs> you didn't like it? It was okay. Um, I... Some of the jokes were kind of You're not dumb. into the gross No, humor. I don't need the gross humor. I like subtle humor. You like the trash can thing that we opened the show with, The though. trash can was very, very funny. Yeah, that was good. But I don't think it would have worked if it wasn't her. Or it could have been the one that was in um, Flight of the Concords. Oh. It could. She could have done it, too. She could have, yeah. But, but Aaron, it, Aaron was a good choice. Right. But any other actress, I, I don't think it would have worked. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, it definitely helps that we know her, right? So, um, what do you want to what do you want to start with? Oberman released a, a video. Why do you ask me if you're going to just start talking? Well, because you don't have no idea what I have here. So, so don't ask me. Just okay, well, start off with it. All right, you want to hear? He did a uh, worst persons of the day. You want to you want to hear it? Okay. This is for today. Today's the twenty third, right? Yesterday. Yesterday. So yeah, <laughs> we have that. Let's listen to that. If it loads. From the newsroom at Fox News Channel, and for the first time That's ever in Friends online video Keith. history, F-O-K. it's our worst persons of the day for March 23rd. Okay. The bronze to Fox News actress Jennifer Griffin, who not only lied about CNN and Reuters television crews being used as human shields in Libya, but even after being confronted with a complete and furious denial from CNN's Nick Robertson, plus information that a Fox employee had accompanied the CNN and Reuters people during the event in question, she went back on fixed news and repeated the lie. There's also a kind of 3A award here to Mr. Robertson himself. While his response to the allegation was appropriate and necessary, he did also say, when you come to somewhere like Libya, you expect lies and deceit from a dictatorship here. You don't expect it from the other journalists. Hmm. 
Oh, Nick, they're not journalists. They're Fox. Number He's two a little on more the list, free Franklin to say Graham. what he wants. He is continuing his father Billy's ministry of divisiveness, condescension, fear-mongering, and cash in easy-to-carry packets. Should have figured somebody Jones, would take that over. The evangelist has now insisted that on instructions from President Obama, the, quote, Muslim Brotherhood has, quote, infiltrated every level of our government, unquote. Graham also contends that Obama is more concerned with helping American Muslims than American Christians. He, of course, offered no proof and no further explanation. In the great baseball <laughs> book, course. Ball Four, Jim Bouton recounts how his 1969 Seattle Pilots teammate Steve Hovley sidled up to him before a game one day and announced, Billy Graham is a cracker. Who could have guessed 43 years later that Graham's son would be even dumber and more racist? <laughs> but our winner, good old Lonesome Rhodes Beck. As his daily warnings about the end times suggest he's modeled himself after Boke Carter, who was America's top newscaster in 1937, fired by CBS in 1938, reduced to apocalyptic visions by 1942, off the air entirely and crazy by 1943, and dead by 1944. Beck has now offered this pronouncement. The world is about to be plunged into complete and utter darkness, despair, and famine. Gosh, Glennie, that's old news. That, that happened already on, on January 19th, 2009, the, the, the day the Glenn Beck show premiered on Fox News. Lonesome Roads Beck, today's worst person. See you late spring. <laughs> Not a surprise, huh? Glenn Beck's his worst person. Oh, I understand it that way when you say it. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's been going on. I... <laughs> no, well... Um, he's still saying the same things he's been saying, which is good. It, um, gives me a little bit of hope for his, um, his show that'll be on current TV. For Glenn Beck? No, for Olbermann. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm glad Glenn Beck's talking about the, uh, well, fictional apocalypse. I don't know, a two-day break and then I'm here and then you're talking about Glenn Beck as your great well, guy. I, I don't, don't know, you're you... messing me up. Explain this to me. The, the book of Revelation, no. I know. It says that uh, the Christ, the second coming of Christ, right? So that's an awesome thing, right? Apparently, uh, uh, yes. That that part, that part, the, but isn't so the there... Christian part? But everybody else, it, it's going to suck real bad. But what about the part before that? The thousand years of darkness, or whatever, from the 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 Antichrist that's supposed to rule Earth, or whatever crap. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit before that. Well, yeah. And then Jesus comes back and saves everybody. Well, no, he doesn't save everybody. Everybody that matters. As long as you as you that you say that Jesus is your one and only, then that's the one that's going to. But be are saved. there only like four hundred thousand people that he can take with him? Yeah, everybody else is because he's got like some gigantic bus or something. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's why you're going to be one of the doomed. Hey, you know what? I don't have to pack up my shit. Doomed. And go. Yeah. So we got um. Let's see what we got here. You're quoting Bender. Doom. So, I wanna, I wanna... If I could do it in stereo with, with Bender and alternate universe Bender, I would. <laughs> yeah. I want to I wanna read this story that was, that was submitted. This is from uh, 2007, but it doesn't matter. So you want to you wanna hear it? You see the picture of the guy in just the I like how you don't even wait for me to say no. <laughs> Were you going to say no? How can I? I'm, I'm, I'm here. Well, that's why I talked over you because I know mm -hmm. what you're going to say. So you see the picture of this kid 
or this guy wearing a baseball cap, playing a violin, and just like wearing a normal old long sleeve shirt, right? Right. It's Washington, D.C. Metro Station on a cold January morning in 2007. The man with the violin played six Bach pieces for about 45 minutes. During that time, approximately 2,000 people went through the station, most of them on their way to work. After three minutes, a middle-aged man noticed there was a musician playing. He slowed his pace and stopped for a few seconds and then hurried to meet his schedule. Four minutes later, the violinist received his first dollar. A woman threw the money in the hat and, without stopping, continued to walk. Six minutes, a young man leaned against the wall to listen to him, then looked at his watch and started to walk again. Ten minutes, a three-year-old boy stopped, but his mother tugged him along hurriedly. The kid stopped to look at the violinist again, but the mother pushed hard and the child continued to walk, turning his head all the time. This action was repeated by several other children. Every parent, without exception, forced their children to move on quickly. 45 minutes. The musician played continuously. Only six people stopped and listened for a short while. About 20 gave money, but continued to walk at their normal pace. The man collected a total of $32. One hour. He finished playing, and silence took over. No one noticed, no one applauded, nor was there any recognition. No one knew this, but the violinist was Joshua Bell, one of the greatest musicians in the world. He played one of the most intricate pieces ever written, with a violin worth $3.5 million. Two days before, Joshua Bell sold out a theater in the Boston in Boston where the seats averaged $100. Joshua Bell playing incognito in the metro station was organized by the Washington Post as part of a social experiment about perception, taste, and people's priorities. The questions raised, in a commonplace environment, at an inappropriate hour, do we perceive beauty? Do we stop to appreciate it? Do we recognize talent in an unexpected context? One possible conclusion reached from this experiment could be this. If we do not have a moment to stop and listen to one of the best musicians in the world playing some of the finest music ever written with one of the most beautiful instruments and expensive ever made, how many other things are we missing? Well, people don't like to stop in the subway. It's dangerous. Well, if it's in the middle... Remember, we had people yelling at us one If it's time. in the middle of the day, I mean, they're off to the side. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Well, it is interesting. So that that was that. <laughs> um, let's see. I want to do a little update with Wisconsin because you know a little bit about what's going on there, right? No. No? Uh, so should I recap? Yeah. So Scott Walker, the governor of Wisconsin, has decided to get rid of unions and oh, backed guy. by the Koch I brothers. that was all done. It is. They tried to ram the thing through, but a judge put an injunction on the act so they can't actually strip the bargaining rights off of the people. And I've been listening to a lot of different theories and a lot of different opinions. And one of the one of the theories that's been thrown around is that the conservative side is the side for big business, right? I mean, that's pretty much Republicans are more interested in corporations than individuals. I mean, that's always been that way as far as long back as I can remember. So those corporations can pool their money together and have huge, massive campaigns. The only the only groups left that support Democrats in any kind of like competing area for money, you know, and power 
or influence, I should say, are the unions, the auto workers union, the, um, the, I want to say the food workers union or the culinary union or some, some very large, powerful, um, union that's basically centered around Las Vegas that has to do with serving food. Cause you know, every three feet there's a restaurant. The buffets. That union defeated, helped defeat Sharon Angle while we were in Vegas, actually. They were going door to door. So the Republicans figure, and Scott Walker has said this stuff in the, in conversations with the fake Coke brother guy that, that that was a whole disgrace thing over, which I don't know why people didn't run with, with that whole thing. Like he said stuff to this guy that was being recorded and he wasn't talking to who he thought he was talking to. I don't know. But it was like insightful stuff like this will be the first domino and everybody will follow after Florida and Chris Christie in New Jersey. A whole bunch of other states are looking to to get rid of unions. You get rid of unions, they have no power, then it's the individual dollar. Like my, you know, 50 bucks that I donate to a campaign as opposed to the 5 million that gets pulled together from um, the Chamber of Commerce. The, chamber, you, you, the, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is not uh, a government body. It's not anything um, official. It's just called the Chamber of Commerce because people will instantly think, oh, that's a good thing. But it's not. I think I think they're one of the groups that lobbied to have um, corporations count as uh, have the same rights as people. The Supreme Court decision that kind of screwed everybody, which means they kind of have a vote, which is weird. So this news story here, and people are still protesting apparently from what I understand, but the whole Libya thing has now, and the tsunami have um, pushed that to back burner news. You know how that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want me to read this now? I don't know what on earth you're talking about, so you, well, you, just, you just keep going and don't mind me. You can ask questions, that's fine. I, just, I wouldn't even know where to begin, you, so newly, I'm just going to... Well, well, we'll move away from this stuff into some other stuff you can talk about soon. New release, newly released Wisconsin emails show GOP considered ways to punish Democrats. So because they are government officials, their emails can be made public. Because they basically work for us. I get that part. Okay. okay. This is Madison, Wisconsin. Everything from taking away computers to denying a year of service in the state retirement system was considered to punish the 14 Wisconsin Democrats who fled to Illinois for three weeks to block passage of a bill taking away union bargaining rights. Newly released email show. Now, this isn't the first time that, that um, a group of people have done this. This was done in Texas um, a number of years ago as well. Uh, members of Republican Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald staffed bounced ideas, staffed, staff, bounced ideas off one another and the legislature's attorney for days about how to penalize state Democrats for leaving and pressure them to return according to records released Wednesday by Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Um, the watchdog group obtained the emails from Fitzgerald's office under Wisconsin's open records law. The emails show Fitzgerald's staff members were as worried about the public re, re, public relations campaign as they were actually figuring out a way to get the Democrats to come back. Because, you know, nothing nothing they did would have been able to get them to come back short of saying, all right, well, we'll take all this stuff out of the bill. What's the face? I, I don't understand that they're running away. Aren't they grownups and this is their job? 
They are, but here's the thing. If they if if the Democrats showed up in the chamber, then they could get a quorum, which means then they can go vote, and they were outnumbered by the Republicans. They would have lost. So by showing up, they would have allowed union workers' rights to be stripped. Okay. So what they did was they, they ran, hid, not the best idea, I mean, when you think about it, but it stopped them from doing what they wanted to do, and it allowed the protesters and their voices to be heard. Okay. Because they're taking away the rights of teachers. Oh, here's the people that they aren't... Uh, you just went off on a tangent. No, here's, the, your here's the people that they aren't trying to strip rights from. Firefighters, police, and I believe state troopers. Okay. Do you know why? Why? Those unions donated to Walker's campaign. Okay. The other unions didn't. It's all about breaking the unions that don't support the Republicans. I don't know. I, I still think that... They shouldn't be allowed to raise any campaign money no. at all. And it no. should just be, you don't use any money. You yeah. just get a very small salary, a very small office, and a little tiny allowance. Yeah, because you want to and, work and for the greater you, good. You work for the government. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So this goes on to say, uh, and here's a quote, I would just be somewhat cautious in whatever we do so that it doesn't end up creating sympathy for the Dems. Tad Ottman a Fitzgerald aide, wrote to his chief of staff, John Hogan, on February 20th. The more directly we can tie whatever action we take to what they are doing, the better it will be. Uh, Democrats left the state on February 17th to deny quorum in the Senate and block passage of Governor Scott Walker's bill that took away collective bargaining rights except over salary for Wisconsin's public employees. Their departure helped fuel protests in opposition to the bill that grew to more than 75,000 people. Senate Republicans finally used a maneuver to pass the bill without the Democrats present on March 9th, the move now being challenged in court. Democrats returned after the bill passed. So it was like a big sit-in, except they weren't there. Well, no, the people finally did what they, they, they needed to do. But if they were in the state, they could be hauled in and forced to vote. Okay. So that's my understanding. Um, Senate Republicans approved a number of sanctions during their absence, most notably voting to find the missing Democrats in contempt and ordering police to compel them to return. They actually went so far as to either contemplate or actually hire bounty hunters to find them. And not those cool kind of bounty hunters, like the dog bounty hunter type bounty hunters. The emails show that Fitzgerald's staff knew the state constitution barred them from actually arresting the senators other than for committing a crime or acts of treason. It now seems that momentary penalties and removal of privileges may be our only recourse, Fitzgerald legislative aide Rob Richards wrote on February 20th, citing the constitutional prohibition on arrest. Why, why are the Republicans in charge of, of saying what has to go on? I don't understand. Do they have majority in the state Senate. That's why. And there's a Republican governor. So the Republican Party's in charge. Remember when Bush was in office? Yeah. And the Republicans held everything? Well, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I think you need to get rid of the party system. And you vote your your it's conscience. Your person, that's it. Well, not your conscience, but you vote what your what your district is. Right. It. Yeah. It's just stupid. It's like a popularity contest in high school, and the popular kids are saying, "No, we want to have this," and yeah, 
And the other kids are saying, well, we're just not going to show up and beat you, dumb party. And <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really stupid. The problem. And they're grown ups. The problem. Well, I this think. This is why I don't pay attention to politics. I, I think that the Democrats did really the only. It might not have been the right thing to do, but I think it was the only thing that they could do so that they didn't vote on the bill. Right. So they. They now basically are the people standing up for the workers' rights. Okay. Whether it was the right way to do it or not, it was commendable to me. It was it was an honorable way to lose the fight mm-hmm. because they knew they were going to lose the fight from the beginning. There were too many. But the people now have started recall votes. Well, the government works for the people. Yeah, they forget, they've they forgotten that. That's what it's always been about, is oh. that your government works for you. Yeah. So if you don't like how the government's being run, you have to speak up and say something. Yeah. Um, I need to look something else up. I forgot to get an article on this, but this plays right into exactly what we were talking about. Is there a Star Wars reference? Because I'd probably get that. No, you know what Wick is, right? That's the um, women, infants, and children. Or WIC is a federally funded program yeah, that provides it's, assistance. It's like um, to low-income mothers. Yeah. Last Friday, House Republicans proposed a ten percent cut in WIC's funding as part of a sixty billion dollars spending reduction plan. Basically, John Boehner and his fucking douchebags want to take money out of babies' mouths of food. Why? Because they say that we're spending too much money. That's an entitlement that we don't need to put money into. <laughs> well, it it helps people. But on one hand, there are a lot of people that also take too much advantage of the welfare system. Well, that is true. So, it, But unfortunately, it's something that needs to be regulated. And there aren't enough people that want to go into that kind of so career path. Uh, you know, well, that, create the jobs right now. Well, I that's the thing. You. If if you wanted to have a job instantly, like you know how the job market is crap and no one can yeah. get a job, go into social services. You'll get a job and you'll be set for life working for the state. They need to. They need to create the jobs. But have it's the, it's a hard. No, the jobs are there, but it's a hard, hard job, and people don't want to keep them. People don't want to work hard. No, but if you want a job, that's where you go. Yeah. is learn but they social wanna, they services. Cut that. They want to cut education. You know, Why of do course, they always go after of course, education? NPR. They want to cut NPR and uh, the 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 public broadcasting. Why? Uh, why? Do, why do they always go after the stuff that makes you smarter? Why? I do, see. Do once wanna, again, it's really just why? stupid. Do you want to know why? I should just have a bumper sticker that says it's all just stupid. What 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 area of the country generally shows up as the most red state of the red states? The middle. The low. The south. Yeah. How, how does the South stack up in education to the rest of the country? Do I need to even say? Yes. Because there's it's some people crap. that don't live here in this country that don't know. Oh, oh well, it's crap in the South. Yeah, they rank it's lower lo- than... It's the lowest in the ed- educational system. Than the system. blue states. I mean, if you were to average it out, blue states rank higher in You know, and I, you know intelligence. why that is? You know yeah. why that is? Yeah, because... They cut education funding. Yes. They keep people stupid because stupid people will vote for Republicans. But, I mean, look, look at, at Look at the people that love Sarah Palin. But that's the thing. It's just they have wide expanses of land and they don't have enough educational buildings for people to go to. No. Yeah. But, I mean, look, what about... Look at what how about, it was when we went to Nevada. But what the, about, like, the, the like school Florida systems, they and Alabama enough. and Mississippi? What's the excuse there? 
Oh, banjos. Okay. <laughs> you can make the noise. It's oh, okay. okay. No, but that's the thing is is that the education isn't there. Yeah. Look at, because look they at, don't want to put the money into look it. Look at California and look at the East Coast this, where they can put the education. Why can't they put it? Well, this goes back to Scott Walker cutting teachers' salaries. Well, they shouldn't cut those things. They should have more and more education yeah. so they could keep kids from, you know, Getting pregnant at early ages and and doing stuff like that. Oh and they, yeah, they're they going after Planned Parenthood too. Planned Parenthood shouldn't get any federal funding because they perform abortions. It should get tons of funding because yeah. it's it. You have to educate people. You have to have knowledge. So instead of cutting all those things, give kids way more stuff to do at school to keep mm-hmm. them busy after school, so they're not doing drugs and they're not getting into alcohol and they're not doing stupid things. You can say fucking. Well, well, that's why? what they're doing. Well, because that's how babies are made. Well, yeah, but they could do that, but do do it smart, you know, use so, protection. But they should be doing those things to keep the kids busy, so that yeah. they have something to look forward to. So why not spend the money on that? Because those are the adults that are going to grow up and be educated yeah. and help your state. Yeah, they might leave for a little while, but they'll come back and help. Well, you know so what make happened? It enticing. You know what happened in this last um, election cycle. All of a sudden, being smart was an albatross around your neck. Oh, it's always you been were, that. You were a liberal elite if it's you were if you were that. a smart Democrat. When the fuck is being smart uh, a hindrance? When is that a handicap? It's always been that way. When? Look at elementary in a, school. In a seed spitting contest. No, look at, look at elementary school where if you're really really smart, other no, no, make no. fun of you. I'm talking about. You're going to lead the fucking country that's in the middle of two wars. I don't want a redneck idiot that drinks beer and doesn't know how to cinch up his flight suit. No, those are the ones I want when there's zombie attacks because they know how to shoot the guns. Yeah, but there's got to be fat ones so I can run faster than somebody. Shields. No, shields don't work. They grab them. Do you have too many of them? Uh, Forget yeah. it. Yeah. Those are the human shields. Oh, human shields. Okay. Yeah. So this this next article plays right into it. It has one of my favorite political people in it. It says, possible Republican 2012 hopefuls criticize public schools. And this is in Des Moines, Iowa. Three potential 2012 Republican presidential candidates expressed hostility towards the public school. And this is from Reuters. So, you know, it pr- apparently was actual hostility. Towards the public school system at a homeschooling rally on Wednesday in the early presidential caucus state of Iowa. Texas Congressman Ron Paul, who I actually agree with sometimes, but I think I, he's like a wackadoo. I keep thinking that it's RuPaul. That would be awesome. That It always messes me up when I hear his name. <laughs> uh, Ron Paul told the crowd, government wants, quote, absolute control of the indoctrination of children. <sighs> Paul spoke... Along with my favorite person, Minnesota Congresswoman Michelle Bachman and Georgia businessman Herman Cain. We're going to hear a lot about him later on. He's like average Joe candidate. Um, The public school system now is a propaganda machine, Paul said, prompting applause from the crowd of hundreds of homeschooling families. Hold on. I got a headache. They start with our kids even in kindergarten, teaching them about family values, sexual education, gun rights, environmentalism, and they condition them to believe in so much which is totally un-American. Like numbers and colors and shit like that, huh? What? Let me continue. Bachman, 
I love this woman. She is the craziest of the crazies. Said homeschooling is the, quote, essence of freedom and liberty. This is also the woman that said the shot heard around the world was fired in New Hampshire. Mm. She homeschooled her kids. It's about knowing our children better than the state knows our children. She said Bachman, who homeschooled her five biological children, lamented that she and her husband had been unable to teach the 23 foster children who have lived in their home because Minnesota authorities said foster children could not be homeschooled. Do you remember? Go ahead. (laughs) Bender getting $1,000 for each kid that he adopted. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh That's what foster homes mainly do. There's some really, really good ones that actually have very caring people that want to take care. And then there are others that do it for a tax break. 23. Yeah. I'm curious. How many foster children do you think you could reasonably take on in a year? I don't know, but I did know a family that they had 12 at one point. Wow. Really? Yeah. And they had their own biological children. And it wasn't what you would call a very loving household. I can't imagine. It sounds like a fucking money farm. Well, that's basically what it was. It, it kept them okay, she's... doing tax breaks. I can there. I have known some people that have been in foster homes that did really great. But okay, it was, yeah. But the ratio was very small. It it wasn't a puppy farm. It was <laughs> it was definitely a loving home. So I'm not against it by yeah. any means. But I think there are some cases where now we don't you know, know about they become her. like the Dugers, where it's like oh, twenty eight and counting. We don't know about her, but I know that she does not know basic American history, and she's a fucking congresswoman. So. Well, it, there's nothing wrong with homeschooling. But no. at the same time, it's a, it's a choice well, that you make. I think there there can be things wrong there, with homeschooling. There can be. You can take it to the point where you don't socialize your kids in other and groups. And you overemphasize the religious structure. Right. And Instead then of they the educational structure. they are not prepared structure. for the real world. Right. Because religion does not factor into your day-to-day life at the office. No, it, it can in your home life. If, oh, absolutely. If that's part of it, and you but can we successfully had a homeschool, homeschool. Kid at a video store we both worked at. Do you remember? Did yes. you? You remember that kid? Oh my God! You know who he was? He was the fucking dude from Clerks too. Well, I I do know a lot of kids that are homeschooled. Yeah. That are now adults and they successfully work. Yeah. But some of them are a little bit off and they're not comfortable in social situations they don't even look yeah. at you and i feel yeah. bad because it's almost like it's almost like taught autism yes they're they're very very smart very intelligent yeah. yet they don't seem to have the social skills that make them seem approachable yeah and i think that that can be a part of it that can really hurt you yeah i remember when i was at the movie theater but I, it, I, I, there's I nothing had, um, wrong with it but I don't no, think everybody's meant to in do it. In general, the idea is not a bad idea. And and that's what they it's did the individual in the results. pioneer days. They, well, no yeah. one was able to go to school. Well, until they built one. And then well, there was everybody even, in the even same when room. They, even when they built it, you, you might not have been able to go to school because you might not have had to take care of your family. Yeah, I had such a bad experience with that kid at that video store that when I was at the theater and a kid came in and I read his application, Andrew was his name at the at the theater. I didn't want to hire him because I had such a bad experience. I didn't even want to like interview him. But then I talked to him and he was like the epitome of what can go right. 
Right. So but then and look he, at, I look still at, talk to him look to at this kids day are here in private there. schools and public schools, and they come out all six ways fucked up to Sunday. You know, it's like you you want to. Oh, yeah. You know, I what? don't think it's you can blame homeschooling or you can blame public education. Segregated or even schools, though, I think education. are a huge problem. I think when it comes down to it, what you can blame is what the parents do on their own time with the kids yeah. and how they encourage it, and yeah. at the schools themselves. Is it fifty kids to one poor teacher? <laughs> Isn't it like 35 or 40? It's usually like 35 to yeah. a teacher. So th- they shouldn't be bashing homeschool and they shouldn't be bash- bashing No, they're not education. bashing homeschool. They're bashing public school. They shouldn't bash public school, but maybe help out the public school and be a part of the community. Uh, let me ask you this. And have more teachers. If they're, if they're cutting WIC and they're, they don't want a, a public option, one-payer health care system, because they're all Republicans. If they don't mm. want any of that, any of the stuff to help the common person, the fuck is everybody going to do when the schools close down? None of us can afford to take time off of work to teach our mm. children because so we've got to keep a happen? roof over our heads. It's going to be... Child labor be laws will change. idiocracy movie. <sighs> because it's going to be stupid, having sex, and yeah. creating more stupid. Well... Apparently that's and what that's what she and has that, five and, kids and so. that's what's going to happen. It's just going to be more and more stupid people procreating. I can't tell you how badly I want her to actually run for office. Just make it through to like just one debate. That's enough to fuel like ten of my shows. It's, it's sometimes you just want to shake your head at it and say the answer's right there in front of you. But they You're don't a see community. It. They don't. They don't. They, no, they don't have a sense of that Why because they live such a in a gated community. Uh, you know, I think once you have a security detail and a personal chef in your house, you've lost you've touch. You've lost touch. Yeah, completely. Because you should look around your community. And that's everybody. And, and see. That's everybody. I think um, per, like like around here, I think our guy, what's our what's our dude's name? Um, I don't remember till we go for elections then I remember the name. Yeah. But I like Barney Frank. He seems a lot more in touch with things than normal people. Um, Teddy Kennedy, though, I, I think he forced himself to stay in touch with the common person because it would be so easy to just disappear into that compound. Well, is, which is the Kennedy that Joe? does, um, the oil? I think it's Joe. Yeah. He... He's pissed. But you know what? He, he picked a cause. He ran with it and yeah. he's got his face And he's out the there, only guy that he's the Venezuela only one likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, but that's, but that's, that's the thing up. what these people should do instead of. Instead of bashing everything and saying down with this and down with this and get rid of this and cut the spending and, and cut the education and, and cut um, all the public schools. Yeah, it's like He's, look he, around your community and see what needs to be done. His office is in Peabody, so I, mm-hmm. I like that. Like, and, and he actually answers when I write to him. Mm-hmm. Yes, I write to my congressman. But I, you I don't should. think I could, I don't think I could do this show if for. I didn't. But, but he writes for back. That. Yeah. That's they work for us. We're the common man. And if you yeah. just go about your daily business and you don't pay attention to anything and never say anything, well, they don't know. If you're too busy know. taking kickbacks from insurance companies to vote one way right. or another, I think lobbyists need to go. Lobbyists, yeah. there's there's like three to one lobbyists. Yeah. Anyway, let me let well, me finish. Just like just like your other story about the violinist and the big words yeah. on the bottom were slow down. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't well, read that part. Yeah. maybe that all these people need to do that too. And they need to slow down and take a real look at what's happening in their communities and, yeah. and realize that, you know what? It's not all going to stop. People are going to need WIC. They are going to need oh, yeah. welfare and they are going to need help. Yeah. 
So find those people and help them instead of standing on a podium and bitching about <laughs> everything that that you don't think is right. Yeah. Because well, maybe you don't agree with it. Yeah, you don't agree with sex education and you bitch about it and you try to get rid of it in schools. Well, damn it, somebody out there needs it. Yeah, this is this is just empty rhetoric. She says, uh, it's not up to a bureaucrat to decide what is best for your children, Bachman said, drawing cheers from the crowd. I mean, she's preaching to the fucking choir. Well, yeah. I am so tired of the establishment telling us that they know best. You mean we the, man, the man's trying to get her down? Oh, I guess so. The man apparently got her down already five times. Kane, this is Herman Kane, who uh, is African-American, and I think the Republican Party is just like creaming their pants over this guy because he's like everything that Michael Steele wasn't. So okay. they're very excited. They don't, the Republican, what do you mean, like affirmative action type of thing? The Republican Party doesn't have a whole lot of um, non-white... Shall we say? Well, do you think there's a reason for that? <laughs> All right. So, uh, Kane, a former chief, chief executive of Godfather's Pizza and another prospective Republican candidate, denounced government involvement in education at all levels. That's all we want is for government to get out of the way so we can educate ourselves and our children the old-fashioned way. What What is the old-fashioned way? The whipping old... them, whipping them. <laughs> I'm glad you went um, there. Child labor laws. One of them throw got this... them right out the window. You know, the kids, do, you don't want them to go in public school. Because well, it's... get them in the factories because and working. It's, it's Herman there's no Cain more that unions said that. At that you know, point. obviously, one of them would have been able to stay in the That's house. That's why they want to get rid of the unions. The rest of them would have been out in the field. Yeah. Yeah, that's the old-fashioned way. That's the old-fashioned way. It's like, yeah, you can teach your children at home, and they can also go to school. But if you want to homeschool them, well, then you do it. Don't be telling the rest of us to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's that's the parent's choice. And if the city wants to have great educational things, then you should really take advantage of that. But what they, what they don't understand is that the government has huge regulations about what you have to do when you homeschool your children. Oh, you actually have to go by the same curriculum as the public schools. So what's the fucking point? And you have to check in. You also have to apply. Oh, you can you, be denied to homeschool who do your you kid. Have, yeah, if you're a retard. No, no, no. If if you don't on any level, if you don't agree with their curriculum, they give you a special curriculum, and if you don't follow it, your kid has to be tested at the end of the year when you get homeschooled <laughs> to make sure that you're following along with the public education. So this whole thing is just rhetoric to get people riled up because no matter what, you have to check in with your government. Then you should then you should stop and really ask yourself, what's the best thing for your child? But the keeping is, them keeping them tucked away and no social interaction for 19 years, and then you let them out in the world and hope that they make 900 babies. And then, like Ford Prefect, they try to introduce themselves to a fucking car. Right. It's that's going 40 miles an hour. It's not so much about what you want to do. If you've got a problem with the government, well, then you figure out what your exact problem with it is. Can I, if you want the school system to be better, well, work in the school system to. Work from inside. Okay, here, be on the PTOs. Do all that stuff. I, I know. I said that this was like my favorite, like politician and everything, because she's just fucking nuts. But this is where the article really like is tailor made for this show. Mm. You ready? All right. Justin Levan of the Network of Iowa Christian Home Educators. <laughs> oh boy, said it was encouraging to see potential. Why is the page jumping all around? Stop it. Presidential candidates talking about the homeschooling movement. More importantly, talking about our creator, our rights that came from our creator. Acknowledging and giving him the glory, folks. 
said Levan, who served as master of ceremonies at the rally. Homeschool shouldn't be exclusively Christian. So is it the old-fashioned way where if your child talks back to you, you get to slit his throat and kill him? Or you can whore out your daughter? Because that's what it says in Leviticus. I don't... Most of the homeschoolers are very hardcore Christian. And they seem to associate... And I wasn't going to bring it up until I got to that part. That's which where, is wrong. That's where it gets weird. That's the kid that we worked with. Which is which is wrong. If you want to have religion in your home, have it, but have it separate from the education. Have it in the morality of your children and what you do on a day to day basis. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? Like yeah. they don't understand what they're saying. It's like the idiots out there with signs for the fucking tea party, you know. Well, they want to be upset saying, about it. They're saying something. they want their taxes, you know, done away with, but they're protesting in a public fucking park. Right. And they don't actually want to look and see what the taxes actually oh, pay for. And they're all on social security and Medicare. Idiots. Right. Fucking idiots. Who do they think does that? That's not private. No. <sighs> But that's the thing. People want something to yell about, but they don't want to see what the details are that they have to do. Yeah. You know? You look a little bit deeper, and then you all of a sudden find out what's going on. Like this douchebag, Newt Gingrich. The headline here is, Newt Gingrich would only enforce a no-fly zone over Libya if Obama wouldn't. How does that make any fucking sense? I don't know. Somebody had had tweeted, I forget who it was, but they said, "Do you think Gingrich would actually give credit to Obama if he if he managed to single-handedly cure cancer?" Probably not. No. Let's see. Um See, he just wants to be mad about something. Yeah. Republican presidential hopeful Newt Gingrich has undergone a remarkable transformation in his views about intervening in Libya. On March 7th, before President Obama acted, Gingrich said that if we if it were up to him, he would quote Exercise a no-fly zone this evening. The United States doesn't need anybody's permission. Well, that's not Ooh, necessarily see, that's, true. That's not good. No, that's wrong. That's that's what no, got because, us into two fucking yeah, wars. Yeah, that that makes big trouble. Gingrich accused him of opportunism, and this morning on the Today Show, this was uh, actually today, said when we're recording, said plainly that I would not have intervened. Did he not remember his chest-thumping bellow of America? Fuck yeah, from only three weeks ago. And I did the fist along with that, too. Or his, or is his mind slipping? Or was he unable to stop himself from automatically opposing Obama despite having previously taken more more extreme position? Perhaps it was just a simple slip. After all, a man who professionally lies for a living is bound to forget which lie to tell to which audience on occasion. Or maybe, just maybe, this is a new, kinder, and gentler newt. That would rather find peaceful solutions to the world's problems when you're done laughing, and then there's there's more after that. But I mean, that's all we need. They will do anything to stand against anything, anything, and everything that the president says. Why? Because he's a Democrat. Let's find out why. Um, why Donald Trump doesn't like the president? Because he's he's contemplating a run for office as well. I want him and Bachman on the same ticket. He could run with Glenn Beck. Maybe we could have a vice vice president and it could be it could be Trump. No, no, here's what it is. Here's what it is. The 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 the, the caucus has to be where they decide it has to be somebody in Palin and somebody in Beck and the like Trump and Bachman. I wanna see I wanna see those people like just come together and you could actually watch like within a certain radius people's IQs dropping when those people get together. Like it's like an intellectual black hole. 
Do they really think it's so easy being president? I have no idea. Really? I watched. Did they, did I, everybody can do it better. They can get in and they can yeah. balance the budget and they can say which war we're going to start and they yeah. can just handle everything. My guess is you go in there and you take a look at what actually happens and you're like, oh, shit. shit. This does not line up with what I promised. Right. I watched. Um, I watched it's the gonna video. It's going to be incredibly difficult. I watched a video about how people look when they go into office as opposed to when they come out. Have you not? Yeah. It's terrible. That job physically and probably mentally wrecks you. Like I mean, Obama went in. I can't in. even get the dishes washed in a given night. You know, I wouldn't even dare want to yeah. be president. That's that's a thankless the, uh, job. Some, something else that they're criticizing Obama for is like, oh, he's still smoking. Do you blame him? We're lucky he's not stoned all the time. He's so stressed. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't fault is, any. I don't fault the president for having what, a drink, for having a smoke. Our president has like zero percent body fat. <laughs> yeah, he is the most in shape. He's in a the good last, dad. Well, I don't know about Carter, but at least since Kennedy, yeah, he's the most seriously, in shape. Seriously, he's he's what you know we should look to i he's mean still, not the he's still not part. the man that roosevelt was but <laughs> but but honestly it's, it's when picture. you when you really look at it, it you know yeah. he's got a wife and kids he's a yeah. good family man he's got a very very difficult job because he's in charge of romper room yeah well Every you know what bush day. had a difficult job too he was and to be fair he was handed the worst worst thing that ever happened to our country that's the thing he was handed the job no no i don't mean the job i mean 9-11 was dropped in his lap right which is not that that is that's not a fair way to to evaluate anyone's you know like how he handles it in the immediate time around right but what What did he do before that yeah well before that he was on vacation for sixty-eight percent of the time, or whatever, yeah, you can say that stuff. No, I'll just do it so it amuses you. All right, fine, I'll say it. Jerk enough. So, uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> here's two things that really I uh, just don't go together for me at all. Donald Trump went on the View, and <laughs> well, that's just publicity. It is. But know? Whoopi Goldberg, um, as much as I liked her on Star Trek and in Sister Act, I don't really care too much. But when well, s- when something happens that she doesn't agree with, she will tell people to fuck off. So let's hear the stupid shit that Donald Trump is going to say that's going to prevent him from getting a nomination. Ready? You would admit that this has sort of been business as usual for the last 30 years. I mean, oh, yes. we have, oh, yes. we, I, I so would, this is not, I, because it's nothing, I, I, it's nothing new. This has been going on. So you're saying you would come in and it's stop that practice. Well, it's never been as bad as it is now. We've never had a trillion six in deficits. It was as bad when George Bush left office. And no, he no, was the one who left had, this, right. who left right. this Excuse me. Mess. I'm a Republican. That's George right. Bush, okay. he gave us Obama. I'm not a big fan of George Bush. I'm not a fan well, of Obamacare. Let's not talk about who I gave know, who, I know, maybe, Whoopi. Because I don't think I'm going to get Whoopi's vote. If you did, if you did, let me just ask, if you did be... And she likes me. She even put me in a movie. She put me in a movie. So how much did I judge? Nothing. Like they say in the Godfather. Tell me about money for him. 
it's just Would you say you're fired to him if you did beat him in the general election? I don't want to trivialize it. You know, we have this show that turned out to be such a success. So maybe that's why I'm sitting here partially, because people have gotten to know me. They respect it. What about this? You recently said about President Obama, I'm going to quote you. He grew up and nobody knew him. Nobody knows who he is until later in his life. The whole thing is very strange. What are you driving at there? Are you a Bertha, Donald? Let me me just say I was a really good student at the best school. I'm not like a smart guy, okay? They make these birthers into the worst idiots. Why doesn't he show his birth certificate? I, I think he's probably... Have to? Because I, I, I have, have to, to and everybody else has. for a second. He just said they make these birthers into the worst idiots. Watch. That's what he basically said. I'm going to do it to myself. What, what's a birther? Oh, my God. You really need to watch the news with me. A birther is a fucking dolt that has... Can you not yell? I'm like right here. Well, for a fact. I get pissed off about this. Um, They want to see his birth certificate because they don't think he was born in America. I really don't think that should matter anymore. No, it's it's been two years. You know know what? You know who wasn't born in America that was running? Job for crying out loud. Now, see, the thing thing is. Maybe we should just open it to any country because, you know. Well, that's why it's only America because, God forbid, you get a Muslim fucking christian in there that's the thing first he's, he's why not first he's muslim right he's a secret muslim as colbert would all say these other countries and then, try to take over why not and then we don't like the church he goes to the 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 christian church maybe <laughs> he shouldn't go to any because this guy's crazy maybe we should just have an atheist in the white house they won't that give a shit about any happen. of that never happen i'm, I'm gonna hold out for that um <sighs> so why don't they just let that go the dumb birth certificate because thing. He's been president for two years. Just let it go. Well, I don't know. You know, John McCain was born in Panama. That, that's not the 50 states. No. It's a territory. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts, but he was actually born outside of the country. Anyway, let's get back to this. So what be, I'm sure why you can't you show, show Excuse me. <laughs> why? No, excuse me. I really believe there's a birth certificate. Why? Look, she's smiling. Why doesn't he show his birth certificate? And you know what? I wish he would. Because I think it's a terrible pal that's hanging over him. He, he, he should did. show his birth certificate. I've the other seen thing, it. If Not you go back person, to my first grade, my kindergarten, people remember me. Nobody from those early years. That's not true. pictures of them. What are you I talking about? about? Okay, show me a picture. There are, kids no, no, in I mean, Hawa- there are people in Hawaii. I've there seen are people that he's grown up. No, as I haven't kids. seen early pictures. But more importantly, yeah. why doesn't he... And, and you know what? I think he probably was, but the word probably why will be... He, why the did word he have pro- to defend because himself you're su- against... You know why? Against uh, an accusation. Because if you're going to be the president... Because if you're going to be the president of the United States, it says very profoundly that you have to be born in this country. But did well, any president do that? Did George Bush not be the president? No one has ever asked George Bush or said to George no. Bush, is, I'm sorry, is Hawaii not, not part of the I'm United States? George Bush. And I'm not why? saying I was but a fan why? of George Bush. No, no. You know that better than anybody. But, but George okay. Bush was born in this country. That's right. What is, isn't Hawaii still part of the United States? Question? Am I gone? You know, Do you, you know what? Because not because he hasn't come forward no, no, with no. it. I, I grew up in New York. Wall Street was a big part. I have seen fraud and I have seen scandal and I have seen things that a lot of people don't see. I've seen people take a hundred dollar bill and make it a million dollar bill. We're going to have to pause. Get to the point. Okay. The point is, <laughs> I don't. I can't rely on some newspaper that they show in that. In order to become president of the United States, in order to I get want him to show his birth certificate. I want him to show his birth certificate. 
There's something okay, on that birth certificate that he doesn't like. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a terrible that is thing just to say. I'm telling you. I love you. I'm telling you. I love you, too. I think that's the biggest pile of dog mess I've heard in ages. The question is, there's all right, there's the end of uh, Trump's political career. Well, don't you think that um, President Obama would have had to fill out a W-2? <laughs> well, don't you, you think that um, any of the, the people that are hired to go over the paperwork would have cleared him on that? And you know why there's not tons of stuff about him? Weren't they poor? Yeah. Like, no camera? Like, you know, you yeah. take a picture once a year at a birthday they or something? They showed all the pictures of him, and then, uh, yeah. you know, he got married. He had a very lucrative job, and they were making really good money in Chicago. And, I hate to say, I hate to... And he to, just was never home because he was a politician. I hate to call this into into play, but it, it they are right. It is the first time that this is this has been done, and it is with the first brown guy in office. It right, is. Right after... It's because of race. After, after 9-11... He went to Indonesia when he was little. Oh, he was in a madrasa. Oh, you know what? I've been people, in a I've been people, in a Jewish temple. Does that make me Islamic? I mean, um, um, Israeli. What is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I don't know. Some... People travel all the time. Kids get moved around constantly. Look at military kids that they don't live in the same city. Nine but if you're born in Germany, you can't be president, whether you're American or not. That that's what they're getting to. It's it's a fringe idiot group of people you know they don't like it they don't like what happened they don't like that their guy lost so this is how they're trying to fight back and it really surprises me that that somebody of his stature and you know self-proposed intellect would actually believe that bullshit you know what it is if he if he makes a big stink about something, it keeps his name in the media. Yeah, that's true. Just like Victoria why, Jackson. Why do you think oh he's, he's God, on that? that because it's, it's basically it's pushing him, and he's wearing his big, long, red phallic red tie. <laughs> well, no, know? that's his, it's his Republican tie. Yeah, then why is it so long? It doesn't usually stop at the, at the waist Probably, part. Yeah. It doesn't hang way down like well, some Well, he was all hunched symbol. over and everything. So I don't think the guy has good posture. I don't understand that hairdo at all. Victoria Jackson because it's become a it's become a trademark. With yeah, him. Victoria Jackson went on a friggin' rant about Glee the other day. Victoria Jackson for Saturday Night Live, like when we were younger. Okay. Yeah. So um, <laughs> let me let me let me call why, it up here. Why why do we care? <sighs> because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, let me just type her name in here. And it'll probably be the first thing that comes up. Uh, videos. But see, that's when I think you have to draw the line between actors saying what they feel like saying because that's who they are as a person and their acting ability. Like you said, you liked Whoopi Goldberg in certain movies, but you're not necessarily, you don't necessarily agree with everything she says. Well, <laughs> she's still a person. That doesn't mean you can't like what she does professionally. True, true. 
Although sometimes it's too hard to separate, isn't it? Sometimes it is. Uh, let me so see. there's a good question for you for um, what? Celebrity itself. Yeah. All right, here's a one-minute clip. Let's see how this is. I don't want to play the full six-minute one. Oh, this says she slams Glee's gay kiss again. Interesting. There's probably an ad in the beginning of this, too. The following clip is brought to you by LG Smart TV. That's not so So bad. smart, it's simple. So smart, it's simple. How clever. I don't, I don't remember that music during the show. No, that wasn't, that wasn't Former during SNL the kiss. star Victoria Jackson blogged about the lip lock, calling it sickening. Did you see Glee this week? Jackson wrote in her column for the worldnetdaily.com, oh, sickening. And besides shoving the gay thing down our throats, they made a mockery of Christians again. Jackson defended her comments Monday on Showbiz Tonight. It doesn't matter what I think. What matters is what the Bible says. And I'm really concerned about our country because um, immorality is, well, the, let's see, secular humanism rules the airwaves and it's stealing the innocence <laughs> away from this whole generation of children. My daughter's a teenager and I can't find any show that she can watch. She the also called on the Glee execs to encourage teenage viewers to abstain so from sexual activity. So why didn't she activity. just ban TV They should have then. a celibacy uh. campaign instead of trying to make kids gay. Wow, guess you could Does she not watch the show? The There's like nine people Ooh, in the celibacy club now. killers. She's an Go idiot. On. She's, she, you know, I... You know I, what? I, I have the mm. best advice ever. Ready? Ready? Don't watch TV. Yeah, well, it gets her there. It gets her out. And, yeah, um, it gets her name recognized, and then she's going to be on eight different talk shows, and, and then she'll do a guest appearance on Saturday Night Live, Bible thumping, and then it'll be, oh, her career has been revived. I don't know. Did you see? She looks like a puffer fish went off inside her face. I couldn't see past the bow. Oh, yeah, that's true. She's still dressing like she was in 1987. Which is okay if, if, you, if you're Cindy Lauper. You know what? But if you don't like the show, don't watch it. There's a lot of shows I don't like. Like that, like that Quantum Kitchen it. that we watched the other night. Don't like I it. don't know about that. I don't like it. I'm going to give it a half an episode more, and that's about it. The guy's a douchebag. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more science and yeah. less douchiness. Yeah, and it was the opposite. No. <laughs> it, was the t- it was the formula. It was the... Eh, real world, we're in the house together. You're not yeah. doing your job. Let's have dramatic pause ready. Yeah. How many How many times did Face Off go back to the house? The entire season. Uh, every episode, they showed them in the beginning, in the morning. Right. Like Just like getting house. up and going. But like to actually talk, I think they went back like four times. Right. And it was all about the conflict on the floor they, while they they're working. Have, they could have gone badly with the whole drama aspect oh, of totally. it, but they kept it with what they were actually doing. Because the the artwork was more important to right. the show. Yeah. All right. I think we need to do a break real quick because, wow, we've been going for a while. So let's um, let's do a break real quick and then we'll be right back. If this works.
This is Rachel on Film from the Girls on Film Radio. Are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts? We just listened to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema had to say about the Girls on Film Radio. A lot of good meat in there. There's a lot of good meat in there uh, that the girls talk about. You guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So there you have it. The meaty film discussion by meaty women. Listen to Girls on Film Radio. Girlsonfilm.podomatic.com Hi, this is famous Hollywood producer, Robert Evans. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Allie McGraw. But I've made one great friend... A boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word, in the iTunes store. Listener submitted article. I try to make sure we get through all the ones that that listeners have submitted to us, and sometimes, sometimes we can't. We got multiple ones about one we covered earlier about um, one of the people that managed to escape from the Westboro Baptist Church family and abuse. Um, got multiple different links on that. This one though says um, this is dated March twenty second. Religion may become extinct in nine nations. Study says. Um, and this is uh, off a reliable source, BBC News, a news source I trust more than any from America. <laughs> How about you? Well, I like them because they're really to the point. Yeah, they just they just tell you what's going on. They get it to the to the point of it, and yeah. I don't know. I I like really listening to them too because they're they just seem to be no bullshit. They report. They yeah, they they're good reporters. Our whole, our and I whole, usually go to them to hear about the American news. Yeah, Al Jazeera nice is really good too. I think I said last week, but yeah, they are like pure journalism, like we used to be here. Now it's all opinion news, bullshit. So, and they also don't do a lot of the banter. No, I hate they're very that. good. I hate they that just early they just morning report. Shit. Yeah, uh, it says a study found a steady rise in those claiming no religious affiliation. The team's mathematical model attempts to account for the interplay between the number of religious respondents and the social motives behind being one. The result, reported at the American Physical Society meeting in Dallas, indicates that religion will all but die out altogether in those countries. 
I guess we'll get to what they are later. Uh, a team took census data stretching back as far as a century from countries in which the census queried religious affiliation. Australia, Austria, Canada, the Czech Republic, Finland, Ireland, the Netherlands, New Zealand, and Switzerland. Oh, we're not on the list because it never will here. No, we're too much of a melting pot. <sighs> you know, yeah, a Christian melting pot. No, no. We're, we're a melting pot Depends with Christian flames underneath it. <laughs> Their means of analyzing the data invokes what is known as nonlinear dynamics, a mathematical approach that has been used to explain a wide range of physical phenomena in which a number of factors play a part. One of the team, Daniel Abrams of Northwestern University, put forth a similar model in 2003 to put a numerical basis behind the decline of lesser spoken world languages. At its heart, is the competition between speakers of different languages and the, quote, utility of speaking one instead of another. Okay, so let's get back to the religious part here. Languages. Okay, Dr. Wiener continued. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a regrettable name. Um, In a large number of modern secular democracies, there's been a trend that folk are identifying themselves as non-affiliated with religion. In the Netherlands, the number was 40%, and the highest we saw was in the Czech Republic, where the number was 60%. The team then applied their non-linear dynamics model, adjusting parameters for the relative social and utilitarian merits of membership of the non-religious category. They found in a study published online that those parameters were similar across all the countries studied, suggesting that similar behavior drives the mathematics in all of them. And in all the countries, the indications were that religion was headed towards extinction. However, Dr. Wiener told the conference that the team was working to update the model with a, quote, network structure more representative of the one at work in the world. Obviously, we don't really believe this is the network structure of a modern society, where each person is influenced equally by all the other people in society, he said. However, he told BBC News that he thought it was a suggestive result. It's interesting that a fairly simple model captures the data, and if those simple ideas are correct, it suggests where this might be going. Obviously, much more complicated things are going on with any one individual, but maybe a lot of that averages out. Um... I have two different thoughts on this. First, it it doesn't say that religion is declining. That says that affiliation with organized religion is declining, not belief. So I, maybe they didn't report it properly. Like but, Homer said, why should I go to church on Sunday to pray inside a building when God should be able to hear me no matter where I am? I tried that when I was little. Too. I said that to my mother, too. And then I actually found the passage where Jesus said, and God had said, uh, build no temples in my honor. And the funny thing is, my mother now at age 72, <laughs> now says that herself. It took her 72 years to figure out what we did when we were 10. No, it probably took her about 30. Really? Well, no, let's see. No, probably 25 or so. Uh, so she was 25 when she figured it out? No, no. She always believed this. It wasn't until the last few years that she really realized that she can do whatever she wants to do. So it took her 70 years to figure that out. That would be since birth. Yeah. Yeah, because kids are indoctrinated into the church from birth. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. She finally 
figured it out that God's not going to punish her. No, no. I don't know. I, I sometimes when I'm driving to work and and I and I'm not talking to you on the phone, um, which has become more now that I have a lesser minute plan on the phone. But sometimes I think about how weird it is, like the stories for for all the religions. How how adults can actually believe parts of it. And also, you know, and then some of them are like all in for the whole thing, yet they don't believe in ghosts. It's, it's, it almost becomes a cultural thing, like the culture you grow up in, that you don't know too much of anything else and it just becomes the norm. Like, um, a tr- almost a tradition. Like every Christmas, you have the tradition of putting up silver bells hanging in the window. Yeah, they don't have to be there, but I they like don't have it. to be. But you like it. It's almost like a comforting. I, uh, yeah, um, but that's a physical ritual. Thing. It's that's... like a. But it's. I think it's the same thing. It's like your parents always did it. Their parents always did it, and you don't want to go against the family. It's. It's a lot of different uh, things for people. Yeah, it could be it's... that maybe they don't feel like they truly understand it or they truly want to, but it's a comforting thing. Yeah, most yeah, people okay, that do I can, that, I can they want it for from the comfort. So, they want it but, for the social aspect to just but be around. People don't other go people. to church. They're Catholic, but they don't go to church. Some people don't. So what's the? Some people go to church because they truly believe it's a it's a haven for them. It's a sanctuary from from stress of everyday life. Uh, and, something, some, and then some people don't. Some people treat it as a big social thing where they can... Yeah, you got to one-up everybody else. They can lord over yeah. someone else where they can't do it on a daily basis. Something I don't understand is that, that African Americans are really big into mm-hmm. religion. But they are, they are taking their lessons from a book that condones slavery. Mm-hmm. How does that make any sense at all? They seem to take religion as more of a a joyous celebration. Yeah, but they have the Bible. They the do, stories are there. It's based around that. When I see comparatively um, African-American people and their idea of church and white people with church, they're yeah. a lot happier. Well, yeah. They have a lot of music and a lot of singing. And in general, they seem to really put it into their family life on a day-to-day basis. And they don't seem like miserable wearing spikes underneath their hair shirt type of religion. It's... It's but a very different culture. But you, you know what I'm saying, right? This is it's it's a it's stories. They all have the same book. Hmm, different interpretations of it. How can you interpret slavery different? What? what it wasn't what was, just black slavery. No, it was white it's slavery. Slavery too. in general, I mean, like I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand the Some parts of the book I like to, and there are other parts I don't like. Yeah. Egg Shen said it best when he was talking about religion. It's like a buffet. Take what you want, leave the rest. It is. But that's not how it that's not how that book works. That book says that it is from God. That's his word. Just saying it's God's word translated by other people. They don't want to hear that though. They don't no, want to hear the Constantine. Don't want to hear that. Constantine translated it and then you got the King James Version and 
Uh, I bet you could probably name off about 75 different versions of the book. KJV, the NKJV, the NIV. I didn't ask you to. I just said you probably could. But they're all different versions of the same book. It's like They are. It's like how many remakes do we need? Well, that's the thing is that everybody takes something out of it that they want to take out of it. I don't think that should be allowed. Why? Why? Because if it's the word of God, it's the word of God. Something's fishy at the sardine factory, and I think it's fish. That was a line from Mystery Team. Okay. That was it works better when Aaron says it, does it, mm, isn't it? Yeah, okay. All right. Can so, I read the the mail now? Yeah, I made another break, so some show's not gonna get their, their plug, but I don't think they'll really care. Um well, I have who a, are they? Huh? Who are they? I don't know. It's in this one. You want me to play the break and we'll come back and do mail? Yeah, and, and then then yeah. Then we're done because we gotta go. I'm get really food. hungry. All so. right. Episode of Night of the Living Podcast. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He in the hole right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. This computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I think... Palaver. Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Maybe we should get the hell out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys. You ready to record? If you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living Podcast at NOTLP.com. All right, I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take us to church. Uh, What can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. (laughs) Uh, Is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. (laughs) I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, Yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one one star too many. (laughs) Let me tell you, the worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. That was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Yeah. What we want and what we 
So little REM. I like I like old REM. I take it you don't. No. Okay. <laughs> you don't like REM at all. Not really. Oh, okay. Same sound to me. And maybe right. once in a while, one song. But I see. I'm not a big one for going for the entire album. It, yeah. It's the same sound. I like mixing it up. Okay. It's very rare I like the whole thing. All right. Well, we got a whole bunch of voicemails, and I think a lot of them are going to try and tell us how to make uh, how to put $400 in your pocket right now. So okay. let's see. What, excuse me. Let's I know see what I can do got. that. I go take it out of the bank put it in my pocket. You could. You could. But could you do that each week? That's what they're guaranteeing. Yes. I take the same $400 out and put it back <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got. Hi. Sorry I missed you today. No. The only reason you're in business is to make a profit. I yeah, not on this show. That's helpful. That's three voicemails already. Hey, what's up, gang? You know, hey, I'm sitting here one. in the movie theater watching Mars Needs Moms, and I thought I'd call and tell you that yeah, it really oh. pisses me off when people are watching movies and on the cell phone at the same time. <laughs> ah, just kidding. Uh, this is Brother D. What up? Uh, and yeah, no, motherfuckers need to hang up their goddamn cell phones, turn them off. No texting. You're in the movie theater. Fuck you and your cell phones. <laughs> Fuck you and your iPads. <laughs> Fuck you and your little digital whatever. I paid my 20 God knows how much goddamn money to watch a movie and not listen to your bullshit or see your bullshit out the corner of my eye. Shut the fuck up. I'm watching a movie. All right, I'm going to go watch the zombie movie now. Bye. <laughs> Wow, I haven't heard him that angry in a long time. That was Brother D from Mail Order Zombie. When you think zombie movies, think Mail Order Zombie. That's his tagline. Got to say it. Isn't it? Isn't it incredibly? You have to look like that when you say it. Yes, too? I do. That's why this isn't a video show. Yeah. Um, I could have tried to do the smooth voice, but that wouldn't have worked. So it is. It's the worst thing in the world when somebody flips open their phone. You know five years ago, or now turns their iPhone on, and you do catch that glimpse out of the corner of your eye, and it's all you can think of, and all you and all, you look, and you're like, dude, you're playing Angry Birds? Come on, really? What the hell? That's why I don't like going anymore. Yeah. I really, really, really want to go see Sucker Punch, but I do not want to go to the theater. Mm. I was trying to worm my way into screenings of it, but I don't want to get people in trouble. <laughs> So, all right, let's see what else we got here. Um, we got this one. Hi, Demise. Oh, got a real one. To your thing about Glenn Beck possibly getting laid off. And um, I would actually be concerned that if he's going to get laid off in December just due to a drop in ratings, that that might just be an opportunity for him to become like a martyr of some sort for the people <laughs> who rally behind him, the real nut jobs. I'd rather see him go on long enough to really bury himself and continue to say utterly idiotic thing so anyways that's just my thoughts i'd be okay with that um there's rumors that he may start his own network oh jeez. yeah it's called the banana splits network and it's going to show old johnny quest videos so um let's see if this one's a real one no it's not okay you want to read one okay because we got, I have one more voicemail. So, is that after this one? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. 
And he this probably is... expected Frank to be reading this, but so don't worry. Should I say it differently somehow? I don't know how you would do that, but go ahead and read it like yourself. Okay. A whole bunch of shit <laughs> from James. Hey, Chris and Frank. It's my first time writing into Are You Serious after having popped my sending feedback cherry with OTC a couple of weeks back. Yes, this you know is what very the best... weird for me to say instead of Frank. You know what the best part about all this is? Everybody that wrote in or, or called in, or especially James at this point now, is like, fuck, it had to be this week, huh? But yes. They don't, they don't know your sense they of humor. They don't know my so sense of humor. It's fine. Is it fine? It's fine. It's fine. I wouldn't say pop cherry, though. I mean, only guys You would have said you read that, then. Go ahead. No. That's just a guy thing. Okay, we'll let that go. Because, you know, honestly, for girls, when you hear guys say that, girls don't even say that. All right, anyway. Go ahead. All right, I thought I'd better get around to sending some feedback as, even though I'm Australian, I find Are You Serious to be fascinating and infuriating in equal measure. Fascinating for the things I learn and infuriating for the douche nozzles with power that you have over there. I just can't believe the shit these people talk and love hearing the both of you rebuke their unbelievably inept arguments. Why aren't there more people like you with power? The power of common sense. Because <laughs> the stupid people are procreating. And they have more money. I don't know much about about them but rush limbaugh and glenn beck seem to be the two of the biggest assholes i've ever heard how do these guys have jobs how is it that such clueless head kickers maintain a steady fan base of a show filled with bullshit and a liberal helping of hate (laughs) there's nothing liberal about them (laughs) how do they live with themselves when their entire job consists of fanning the flames and whipping people into an ill-informed frenzy I know. They live on their gigantic piles of $30 I don't think he's really dollars. asking you, honey. I think oh. he's rhetorical. Okay. Okay. I'm sure you don't get it either as your logical think- thinking people. We have our fair share of assholes speaking their one-sided minds on the radio, but nothing like this. Mm. Sorry to carry on, but you've really shown me something I never <laughs> knew existed. And although it doesn't affect me like it would you, they still make me mad as hell. Don't get me started on the clergy and their pan- panache. Is that the word? Let me see. Pension. Pension. Okay. You, need, you should turn the light on. Yeah. I don't have glasses on. Um, well, we can fix that. Pension. Where did they go? Now you lose my, for diddling little boys. We could be here all day. Yeah, that's why we purposely didn't start with that today. Okay. All right. They don't fit with the <laughs> oh headphones. <laughs> well, you've got a blinding light here. I can't really see. Okay. You can turn the other light on overhead. I'd like to thank you for playing our music on the show a while back, The Art of War. It was an honor, and we appreciate it immensely for not only playing one or two tracks, but the whole CD over a four-week period. I've got a bunch of new ones if you're interested, but we'll leave that for another time. No, the other time is now. Send them over. To hear our stuff on one of my favorite podcasts was certainly a moment. Thank you. Reverend Scott, to you I say kudos on the work you put in and the sheer entertainment that it brings each week. Definitely. I always look forward to your voicemails to cap the show off. A good sense of humor goes a long way, and you've got it in spades. I particularly like the smear campaigns against Chris and Frank, and it's really a good example to show someone just how people can be taken out of context in the media. You should get out into the real political politics arena making commercials that could fucking destroy entire <laughs> political parties brilliant he really could he He'd could be good yeah. at it 
I also want to make mention of the Aussie school kid who was bullied a bit too far and laid the smack yes. down to the aggressor in fine fashion earlier this week. It's a video that went pre- viral pretty damn quickly, but I think its biggest allure is the pleasure you get when you watch someone turn the tables on an asshole. <laughs> For those who haven't seen it, overweight kid standing there whilst being punched by another student in the face, overweight kid snaps, picks up the bully, slams him into the concrete really fucking hard. Yeah. Said student barely walks afterwards. Zangief? Zangief. Yeah, he's Zangief a Street Fighter character. From Street Fighter yeah. would be pleased. Good on you, kid. The little fucker deserved it. Yeah, he's like a Russian wrestler that throws people around. Ah. So that's they dubbed him that. The best thing, though, he didn't keep pummeling him once he was down. He no. just walked away as if to say, okay, I've made my point. <laughs> I don't know if I would have had the same virtue in that situation. For the Aussie guy who rang in a couple of weeks ago with a constructive criticism of the show, it was well thought out and some interesting points were made, but I don't share the same sentiment. I enjoy the negative sides of the show. (laughs) I need a show that will rant over the stupid shit they dig up. I love a good rant myself, and it's therapeutic to listen to Are You Serious? Do it. Well, for me at least. I can understand others not digging on it, but personally, I love it. I was watching some of the shocking and unbelievable footage of the earthquake and Mm. subsequent tsunami that followed in Japan. Being in Facebook, there were comments underneath it. So I started to read them and read them and get angry and angry is still unloading a bucket of venom on some of the twats in there. (laughs) Religious fucks imparting their Christian values and prophetic warnings on the of the end of days and other such bullshit. Yeah, you didn't see any of that stuff, did you? I don't need to. Yeah. Here we have people dying and lives being destroyed by the hundreds of thousands, and those people come in and just start up their condescending wisdom tone and let fly. Because they're better than everybody else. I realize the futility of arguing with these people and further still doing it over the internet, but man, how insensitive can they be? It would be a different story if it were their families and friends under the rubble. Oh, yeah. Gotta let it go. Anyway, <laughs> enough bullshit from me. I'll write again soon, dudes. James. Nice. Yeah, send over as much music as I you want. I don't think it's bullshit. I think he's absolutely right. That what? If it were their friends and family, they'd all be like, Whoa, well, we'll just pray to Jesus because he'll help you out. Um, huh? Yeah, 9-11. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's suffering. It's, it's human suffering. We're all humans. It doesn't matter what religion we are. We're all humans. Yeah. Um, I want to I wanna talk real quick. That reminded me of a man, Hideaki Akiwa, in Japan. Um, I'm going to – it's on the forums of Palaver. It's under the title, Hideaki Akiwa Eats Chumps Like Chuck Norris for a Snack. Okay. This guy was working when the, when the, the earthquake hit and the, and the tsunami went, you know, followed in and he couldn't find his wife. So he put on a wetsuit and got her. Really? Yeah. The initial story was that he put on a wetsuit, swam underwater through the tsunami with his scuba tank, found his wife, brought her to safety, went and found his mother and brought her to safety and is still going out 30 times a day to rescue people that were stuck. This was like days ago. But then then I read that parts of the story may have possibly been fabricated because he never had a fucking scuba tank. He did it by holding his breath. That's love. 
That is no, but like he's doing it for people he doesn't know now. That's still he's like the the baddest badass ever. It's called someone who's actually doing a good deed. Look at the guy. That is, I mean, not to not to trivialize it, but like the the show there, the Ninja Warrior show that we watch, where like they are the top peak physical condition. This is who they pray to. Mm. This guy. They need to rename Ninja Warrior. Hideaki Akawa trials, and you have to do everything underwater. I think that's when your true character comes forth. You should everybody, everybody that can should head over to the forums and read the story. I know I like ruined the whole ending for you, but the description from the the website it's um, badassoftheweek.com. Um, it's just it's amazing what what this guy went through, and <laughs> it's oh, I just. I had to. I had to share a little bit of that. So, do you want to read the be uh, that that short one, and we'll uh, we'll do this because we're we have a long show because we split it up into two. So, okay, two days. Hey guys, not only because I care, but because you didn't apparently listen to what I said last time. I give you this message: peace and love, Reverend Scott. Not that boys can't be pretty. <gasps> Adam Lambert's pretty. (laughs) Look, man. I've heard. Good evening, Frank and Chris, or how you prefer to be called. Freddy Butt-Raper. Do I have to tell you who this is by now? (laughs) Nah, you already know who this is. It's Reverend Scott. So do you guys know what this weekend is? It's Horror Hound Weekend in Indianapolis. If you didn't know already, I'm quite excited about this fact. I'm going to meet some big movie stars and also some big podcasting stars as well. Very nice. While I'm gone this weekend, I thought maybe you guys could work on a little homework assignment for me. (laughs) I know I mentioned this last week, but I want to try and hammer this home this week for you. If you ever expect to have a career in politics, you may need to watch what you say a little while broadcasting. (laughs) I'm not sure how I can say this any more clearly, guys. So you love Adam Lambert. Well, that's not a crime. But other things you say are crimes. Stuck an ice pick in his, in his eye socket, swished it around a little bit. Come on, Chris. <laughs> That's not legal. Okay, maybe you can avoid some of the legal stuff. Let's make it a little easier. Maybe for like one five-minute period, can you avoid saying fuck? Get out of here. We're going to fuck. The end of this fuckery. <laughs> Fuckity fuck. Fuck him. Fuck this woman up big time. Fuck you. I'm fat and lazy and an idiot. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Jesus Christ, guys, that's fucking ridiculous. What's even more ridiculous is how blatant you are about your love of the male genitals. Aside from your claims that you, quote-unquote, say it for me, or whatever, sometimes it gets pretty obvious it's not for me, it's for you. He likes the cock. If you get fat eating cock, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I've heard. This big. Everybody okay. see this? This big. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, it's the longest thing ever. It's not very long. It was his own little blowjob to himself. It's like the jack off chain. <laughs> just, just, just jerk it in front of a man and get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. Penis. 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 Cock. Cock. Penis. Cock. <laughs> 
If you're putting your balls over somebody's face. <laughs> he might be a teabagger. I love cock. Sometimes I feel like I can't live without cock. Wow. Come on, guys. You don't need me to be making campaign ads against you. You already do it for yourself. <laughs> and you call it, are you serious? <laughs> That's all I can tell you. The rest is up to you. I hope this message reached you in time, you know, to do some good. <laughs> Anyways, as always, peace and fuck you with love. I enjoy being fucked with love. Again, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Reverend Scott, I only gave him shit because I'm jealous of his talent. So am I. That's the only reason. So am I. And I thought I'd clear that up as well because he's pretty funny and... I'm jealous, so that's 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 why I said some very self actualized <laughs> because I'm jealous of his talent, jealous of his talent, jealous of his talent, <laughs> talent, talent, jealous, jealous, jealous. So am I. That's the only reason. So am I, Reverend Scott. Very self actualized. <laughs> oh wow! All right, um, I have to try and place an order at Chipotle before they close. The app on the phone said that they were closed, but they're not because it's quarter of. <laughs> so uh, it's two zero six three three eight three zero nine four, and it's are you serious podcast at gmail dot com. Anything you want to say? Well, I we I go? can't talk about cock or anything, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't need to talk about it. No, you don't. No. <laughs> All right. But I guess I'll say fuck. There we go. All right. Um, That's the only one I got. It's <laughs> not the only one you'll get tonight. I don't know. I heard. I heard what that said. That said, you had a little short one. Hey, what did what did James say? It's all out of context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's about it. We done. We done. All right. I, I decided to try a new song for the end. Okay. This is the song they were dancing to the other day. Uh, yeah, our daughters love dancing to this. So, all right. Um, a Reverend Scott should expect a rebuttal next week. Because <laughs> I might have time to do it. Oh, he's too quick for you. He, he has time. I don't know how he has time. <sighs> all right. I'm just waiting for it to fade in. I forgot how long it was till I faded this in. So, yeah. Oh, we switched over to Podbean. If Podbean works, everybody should be getting their stuff through them, and no one should notice a difference, except it might take a little bit longer to download. So, But that's all right, right? So, shouldn't make a difference to anybody on, on your end of the microphone, which would be earbuds, I guess. Would the song fade up? For Christ's sake. Are you sure sake. you faded it up? I don't know. Maybe you forgot. I don't know. Maybe it already did. Maybe. No, I think it's right here. That's a that's a long. Well, because we always talk a whole lot over it. I think it's the the solo where it fades up. Okay. Sounds like it's getting louder to me. There we go. Bye. Bye. Yeah.
still there? Hi, I am a tea partier. It's nice to meet you. What does that mean? Tea partier? It means I believe in freedom. Did you know our freedoms as Americans are under attack? No, I had no idea. I wake up every day and don't feel my basic freedoms are threatened. But what you are saying is troubling. Please tell me more. Well, it's the Democrats, mostly. They are attacking our freedoms. Wow, that sounds like a very serious situation that I was not aware of. What are they doing to attack our freedoms? They want to make our health care socialistic. Hmm, I thought they had actually passed a compromise bill that was largely based on ideas agreed on by Republicans just a few years earlier. No, they are socialists. Hmm. What have they done that makes you say they are socialists? They are making our health care socialistic. I still don't understand. What about the health care bill is like socialism? They want to force you to have health care. And that is unconstitutional. And makes us all into slaves. Hmm, I thought the reason they put in that provision was to also allow them to prevent health insurance companies from refusing coverage for people with pre-existing conditions or from dropping patients after they got sick. By requiring everyone to have coverage, they were actually protecting the health insurance industry by making sure people are paying while they are well rather than waiting until they get sick. No, they are fascists. Wait, I thought you said they are socialists. They are both. I mean, those are the same basic thing, as everyone knows. Sorry, but that's simply not true. Words have actual meanings. I'm now starting to wonder if you know what you are talking about. But, I would still very much like to understand what Democrats are doing to destroy our freedoms. They hate small business. They want to tax and spend. Wait. The terms tax and spend refer to what all governments, no matter how conservative or liberal do. It has no substantive meaning. The freedom-hating Democrats gave billions in bailout funds to the banks. You do realize it was George W. Bush's administration that initiated those programs, right? Are you saying he hated your freedoms too? George Bush was not a Tea Partier. Democrats want to stop all oil drilling, so they are responsible for the high price of gas. It is un-American to not let us drill oil. Were you not paying attention when millions of gallons of oil spilled into the Gulf of Mexico? Are you seriously suggesting that large oil companies have the best interests of most Americans in mind and that regulating them or questioning their safety procedures after such a catastrophic disaster is literally unpatriotic? Democrats want to make you drive a pussy electric car because they believe in a made-up thing they call global warming. But it snowed last winter, so global warming is clearly a lie. You do realize that the term global warming refers to an average increase in global temperatures by only a few degrees, not the end of all cold days forever, right? And you do realize that we are already seeing melting ice caps, rising sea levels and noticeable shifts in climate belts, right? They want to take your money and give to lazy blacks and Mexicans. Did you know that Democrats give free cars to black people? I want my free car. You are starting to lose me. I'm starting to suspect you are an ignorant buffoon who is parroting a set of talking points you know nothing about. Oh, no. They have gotten to you with their so-called facts. Next you're going to tell me that Obama is not a Muslim, or that abortion should stay legal, or that gay dudes should be able to marry each other. I'm sorry, I thought perhaps you were going to inform me of some serious threats to our liberties, but I see now you are a painfully ignorant bigoted fucktard. I am not a bigot. I just don't believe gay people should get married or teach my children, or attend my church, or serve in the military, or have sex. But, I am not a bigot. 
Gay people have a right to do whatever icky things they do, as long as I don't ever have to know about it, see it, or have my children aware of it. Just saying you are not a bigot does not excuse you for your bigoted ideas. Obama is worse than Hitler. Nancy Pelosi is a she-devil who hates America. If we don't vote the Democrats out of office we will all be living as slaves to the evil liberal, elite intellectuals who hate us, and hate our freedoms. I'm sorry you are so very out of touch with reality. It makes me very very afraid that people like you will be choosing many, if not most of our new senators, representatives, and governors on November 2nd. I'm now going to go personally call everyone I know to make sure they do not let their mild disappointment with Obama keep them from voting next week, because if people like you come to power I fear very much for the kind of country you want to have. One where air, water, and land are not protected from oil companies and the like. One where abortion is not legal anymore. One where gay people must live in fear and despair. One where all Muslims are made to feel like enemies of the state. One where big insurance companies have, somehow, become seen as the champions of personal liberty. One where we have a giant wall and thousands of armed guards at our border. One where being smart is actually viewed as a bad thing. One where what Rush Limbaugh or Glenn Beck tell you is more important than actual facts. One where reasonable disagreements over government policy become reason to say that someone is hateful, deranged, un-American, or all three. One where Osama bin Laden gets exactly what he wanted in the first place, convincing everyone we are in a holy war between Christians and Muslims. One where America becomes increasingly like a third world country as we put our collective heads in the sand, blame all our problems under the foreigners, and stop creating innovative technologies and industries, because we are too busy whining about how some group other than ourselves is out to get us. Sorry, I must go now, so I can defeat people like you on election day. End of line.